And we are coming down in three, two, one. Dog that is uh, vocal cords cut. Yeah, I remember the, the dog in uh, 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 grown ups. Grown ups, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that for the rest of the show. <laughs> How long do you think you could keep going? Uh, maybe like four minutes. You th- anybody taking the over? Taking the under. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I don't think he can do anything. For five uh, and, and crap myself. <laughs> the dumb shirt you got. Thank you. Nice color, though. Yeah, you know. Man, I really missed the memo, huh? <laughs> no light blue Touch. shirt. We got a game at nine. <laughs> We're playing PCW computers. They got a ringer. That was stupid. Thank you. That's a real place, though. The ringer is mass. <laughs> he can uh, pitch underhand pretty good. <laughs> hey, it's harder than you think. All right, we're here. Um, guess we'll just start off with the the, the starting lineup. Starting lineups presented to you by beer. Souls. Uh, I got relax. It's just a hazy IPA. <laughs> um, it's from. Not good at this. Well, no, no, it's not about not being good at it. It's about not doing it ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, offshoot. Yeah. Offshoot. From. Offshoot. Oh, I mean, look at the can. I, that's what I got you for, Mister. I can read. I mean, I can read. Yeah, yeah prove it. Well, I have not done it. Reading. Says it on here. <laughs> it doesn't say it. it. Just says from your friends at the brewery. Toledo, Michigan. Toledo, Michigan. Mark, I have from Alchemist Brewing in Vermont a Heady Topper IPA. From the Souls Collection. Yeah, hey. Yeah, you rat. Yeah, well, I'm taking it. That's fair. Speaking of rats. From Austin Street Brewery in Maine, uh, courtesy of... Where in Maine? From, (laughs) quickly, 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 Portland, Maine, (laughs) uh, I have the Glitter and Grit, courtesy of Rebecca. She bought me a four or six pack, I don't remember, of mixed beers from her trip to Maine. We're going to see what it's about. Uh, I am drinking from El Segundo Brewing Company in California. El Segundo. The Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. You got to talk like an adult. Oh, man. That is a great picture. I got some funny stuff coming soon. Is it of me? No, no, it's it's not. It's of Mike. It's actually of me. (laughs) Like, he looks like a totally different person. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Toast of Excellence. I'll go first. Oh, okay. Right. So I have uh, one to, uh, Tom Thibodeau for winning Coach of the Year in the NBA, New York Knicks head coach. Good for him. A lot of love for Thibs. Thibs on Thibs. Now, would you have laughed or berated me if I corrected you and said it was Tom Thibodeau, jokingly? 
I probably would have just been confused for a second yeah. and then been like, eh. I mean, he's not terribly funny. I just I was just thinking about it. Yeah. I have two homer ones. Okay. Uh, JT Romuto hitting his 100th career home run. And Andrew McCutcheon scoring his 1,000th career run. Actually, right. that got taken back. It's funny. And does it matter no, they, that they only did. like t- 10 of them were with the Phillies? <laughs> he was there for three years, man. Yeah, and he's been hurt for three <laughs> of them. <laughs> he got hurt the first year. Pandemic the, the second, second year. year. Uh, my toast is to the Tennessee Titans. Making the big splash. Bringing in Julio Jones. We'll talk about that later. Good on them. Good segment. Real Souls. good move for them. And uh, mine is to uh, Nick Saban getting an extension signing through 2028. Yeah, he's a good coach. For... He's going to be there like till he's 77, I think they said. He's going to die. As a crimson Also, tie. some interesting other cool things. I'm just going to do this instead of like having 45 shows of excellence. Uh, there was a game. Uh, I don't know when was this was posted. I think it was game six. It was it game five or game six of the Mavs Clippers series where Luka Doncic either scored or assisted on 31 of the Mavs 37 field goals in the game. Uh, and it's the highest single game uh, percentage in NBA history, regular season or playoffs. Um, also to Kevin Durant for bringing a backup date on his date with uh, ex-porn star Alana Rhodes. <laughs> I saw that. He just had a woman like waiting at the bar in case the date didn't go well, and then he had a, like a backup backup girl. Did he really? Yep. Good for him. Did the date go well, though? I don't, I don't know, Kyle. You should ask him. You ask him. You're the one that's boys with him. You guys slither together. Yeah, we are part of Slytherin. No, you guys are snakes. Snakes. Tell him he's a snake, though. Kyle? Tell You're not Kyle. Hey, he's like... Kyle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Hey, how long ago do you think we did the uh, the bartender show? Hmm. I don't know. Don't, didn't you... T- who took the new, day, the new kid on the block photo? I did. That's so, what I'm asking, so I'm trying to find... Was uh, it, like, March? I feel like it was last year. I think I went too far. I have a quick toast of disexcellence. What do you got? Uh, to uh, the Phillies' uh, ground crew for putting up a shoddy fence and yeah. screen. The fan cut it down, I thought. I don't know what happened, but someone's got to be held accountable. I don't care. You you have to be. That could have been you. I wish it was. That could have <laughs> been you. I mean, it would have been there. Yeah, working. What? What? I don't like that. Campos, hey, anyone I- else see Chad Ochocinco get knocked out? I yeah. saw he was in a fight. He didn't get knocked out. They said he boxed pretty well, though. Wait, did he get knocked out? Or he, he, got, get... he got knocked down. Oh, I, he okay. didn't get KO'd, but he got he got knocked down. But he, he got, got up, up again. again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, should we crack these beers? <laughs> we'll be here all week. Yeah. <laughs> up to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> whoa, oh, oh. Massey. Proud of you, Kendall. I got you. I got a good picture of Mass. Well, he wants a good picture of me, apparently. Oh, yes. Thank you, Paul. I just scrolled through the Canada dry check <laughs> and found that picture. Found the picture that way. This is a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> Some of your best pictures are Kyle, is what you want? Yeah, that's what Massey said. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that picture so much. Oh, God, this is great radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you guys enjoying the pictures that you don't know we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, 
want to do something funny, so I got to go kind of silent for a minute. <laughs> okay. All right, so Kyle, uh, you said you had a hot take. I'm going to just rip off a few. Oh, okay. oh, okay. There's multiple. Yeah. And I'm going to start with the Julio Jones thing. Okay. You guys can disagree. Obviously. I can't believe we called it. I have a hot take. It's it's what we've already talked about. <laughs> oh, they didn't hear it. I know, but like we said, we were going to talk the Julio Jones thing. All right, then like, I won't. I won't say. Just immediately... say it. Just say well, it. Well, listen. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, just start off with that, and then we'll use it as our segue into the Julio Jones conversation. Okay, I think that the Tennessee Titans are going to hurt from this trade more than get better. Okay. And I say that because I think they're going to try to play a different style of football that doesn't benefit them. I think they're going to try and air it out more when they have arguably probably a top three running back in the game. Well, he's not arguably yeah. a top three running back. He, he is. is a top three running back. He's arguably the best running back. Okay, and you know what I'm saying. He is. <laughs> but, you know, it being a hot take in your opinion, because I think the perception is that the addition of Julio Jones makes, makes the Titans a... way better. right? And that's why it's a hot, yeah. it's a hot take. Um. So I'd be, be interested to what you guys have to say. I mean, I I guess I'll I'll just start because I'm talking, so I'll just continue. <laughs> I'll just continue this this thought of consciousness. Um, the perception I have is right now that the Titans have a pretty good thing going. You know, they they have you know Derrick Henry who's playing very good football. Um, I don't I don't know how long he'll be good for, but right now he seems to be kind of in his prime. I just hope that with the addition of, of Jones. They don't just throw away the blueprint that has made them a good team so far. And kind of to what you're saying, Kyle, I don't think they sh- they shouldn't feel like they have to force the ball to Julio Jones at, at any point. They should play with what has been working. Also, you're wearing number eight. I um, don't like that at all. <laughs> I think the addition to Julio Jones just opened up their offense more than anything. Corey Davis had a good year, but he's not Julio Jones. You have a star stud receiver in A.J. Brown. You now have Julio, who doesn't have to be the number one, that, but will still warrant a good corner being on him. It's going to open things up for Derek. I, I think this makes their offense, I mean. I mean, they were going to double A.J. Brown all year. Yeah. And now so, you can't. Now you can't do it. No, I, I get it. I get both sides. It just, right now, I think, I don't want them to think they have to throw 40 times a game, though. But I don't think they're going I, to. I don't think it changes their offense. I think it opens it up. But, and even even still, I mean, you can throw 40 times a game and still run 22 times a game. Derrick Henry doesn't need 35 carries. No, I, I'm saying, like, I want them to, like, to evenly split it. I don't want them to think, like, oh, we have Julio Jones. Now, all of a sudden, we need to throw the ball, like, you know, fucking Buccaneers and throw 50, 60 times. Because I, I don't... The Steelers? Well, they don't do that anymore. Well, they have. <laughs> I mean, what do you they mean they, they don't, don't do that They don't anymore. have a Derrick Henry. They had James Conner, who was hurt. Well, the they Bucks did that didn't when have he had Derrick Bell. Henry. The Bucks didn't have Derrick Henry either. No, but they threw him all the time. Because they didn't have a Derrick Henry. Exactly. It worked for some <laughs> team, but I don't think it'll work for this team. <laughs> We're not talking about that. We're talking about just... I, I, don't, I, I can't subscribe to it making them a worse team. And also... What everybody else is going to say is how long till Julio Jones gets hurt or how long does it take for AJ Brown to get hurt? Well, one thing I'm curious and I'm trying but to play. But like, but if, so like, but if Julio gets hurt, it's like they didn't become a worse team because they got Julio. No, I agree. I agree. So it doesn't like, like change the dynamic. of I just know. like the thing is, I don't think, I think if they start throwing the ball more, I think it will hurt them because they eat so much clock. 
I understand that, but that but they need but their game manage like being a game managing team that only runs the clock down because they can run the ball so well has cost them a lot of games in a lot of playoff games because they don't have quick fire score ability. I mean, Derrick Henry can rip off an eighty yard touchdown. We've seen it, but that it doesn't happen every game. And they, you know, AJ Brown was really their their only option in terms of big chunk plays through the air. I mean, you go into the season. There's, I mean, every team is going to face situations of third and fifteen. And if it was just AJ Brown, I mean, AJ Brown would have to do some pretty remarkable shit consistently to get open because he's going to be he was going to be double teamed. Here's the big thing too. I mean, Calvin really is good, but Julio was the only option in Atlanta. Last year, they had no running back. And now he has a better quarterback. He has a better quarterback. (laughs) I mean, Matt Ryan had one really good year. And then, but Matt Ryan is is a numbers compiler. Matt Ryan, we've seen with a lot of other quarterbacks too. But Matt, Matt Ryan puts up a lot of yards when they're down 21 points in the fourth quarter. Like, I, I just I think that Matt Ryan has his moments, but I don't think he's anything fantastic. I mean, Tannehill got hurt a lot, but I mean if you go and look at his numbers, both statistical and like yards and touchdowns and stuff, but also like completion percentage and all those like you know, like sacks taken and all those those numbers he got better every year in Miami. So I think Tannehill's a better quarterback than I, I think. I think Tannehill's a more talented quarterback than Matt Ryan. I, I definitely think he's in a better offense. I mean, I, I, I can say that Tannehill's better. I guess I, I don't think it's like a huge jump. You know, he didn't he didn't go from, um, you know, Manziel to Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, I I, he's in a better offense, and I think the offense will suit him better. I think he'll be less likely to get hurt because he's not the only option. He doesn't have to have 10 receptions a game, you know, with 15 targets. It's, I I think he'll still have touches. It's just, he doesn't have to be the guy that that's AJ Brown. And to your point, I think right now the Titans are one of those teams that are kind of like one of a few that are still a run first, kind of a throwback to a 15 years ago football team. And I just, I don't think we'll see, Big numbers out of Jones in general. I just don't think it's the style of offense they run. I think he'll be. Uh, I like effective. the move because what it says to what the move says to me is going. I mean, Julio Jones is a big splash, but like they went out and they're like this move basically says to me is like we're gonna make sure that we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna win our division. That's like that's what it's about. Because other than the Colts, there's there's that there's no threat there in the division. The Jaguars are not a threat. Maybe maybe soon, but not yet. And the Texans are a dumpster fire. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for them this year. Tyra Taylor. But that's if he – if he, he's not – the doctors and puncture as long again. Yeah. yeah. You ready to go? And um, Jacksonville still. I just said Jacksonville. Oh, did you? Good. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how forgettable that team is right but, now. But realistically, I mean, in the AFC, everyone – you know, the Chiefs the – Chiefs, the Chiefs are good. But, I mean, we, we saw in the Super Bowl that they're not impenetrable. I mean, they can lose games or lose a game. And, and the Titans are doing what they can to, to keep up, you know. I, I think that the, the move is, is big for them. A team that's no, made I mean, the I think playoffs. it definitely increases their, like, deep run playoff yeah. chance. Something, but I think it, like, solidifies them as the favorites in their division. Yeah. And that's, like, a big deal on its own. It gives, you a, it gives you at least a home game. Yep. And that might be all you need. 
Especially because are they do are they doing the same playoff format this year? I with three wild cards. I think so. So I mean, I mean if they get the buy, cool. But like I mean, the Steelers are a question mark going into the year. I mean, maybe not the biggest in the in the league in terms of you know playoff teams from last year versus playoff teams from this year. Because I mean, there's still a lot of talent on that team, and and, and Ben didn't look bad last year, which was you know a positive for for Steelers fans. But you know what is the running game going to come back to fruition and all that? But like their question, the, the the Ravens have looked like they've just gotten worse, in my opinion, since Lamar Jackson's big blow up. I, like I don't think like last year I I didn't think there was anything the Ravens did all year that like showed me like oh these guys are Super Bowl contenders. Like I was like these guys will make the playoffs. The Browns are on the upswing, but again they have issues keeping things together and like just stringing shit along. Um, so I mean like they definitely are in contention for winning the AFC. <laughs> But like I think this just solidifies them as being the better team, because the big question mark for them in their division was which Carson Wentz is suiting up. Is it going to be back an MVP caliber Carson Wentz or a more recent Carson Wentz? Because if it's MVP caliber Carson Wentz, they already have a great defense and a good offensive line. So you go out and you get another receiver to make sure that you can test their defense. I was in general surprised that the Titans were the team. I they were just not high on my list of teams. That I thought that would have been the destination. I don't know for, for, for right or wrong. I don't know what your guys' thoughts. I mean, we well, kind of talked like, about. There was like Aaron Rodgers has to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Listen, I I get what everybody says about the Packers not going out and getting him guys. He had arguably the best receiver in football. Okay, he's a great quarterback. Oh, you're talking Tom Crabtree, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's a great picture. Like, he arguably had, he had Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard isn't terrible. And Valdez Gain is a deep threat. Terrible, I'm sure. Thanks for, take, thanks for making my picture, like, the least embarrassing of the groups. I, I was only scrolling, scrolling through Facebook pictures. Uh, <laughs> Yours actually looks pretty good. You were there when that happened, Kyle. Yeah, I know. I fucked up my hand real good. The other the other side of it, and, and to, to kind of contradict what Kyle said. Devonta Adams has, you know, grown into the receiver he is. How much of that is because he has Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball? But it doesn't matter. It, it absolutely matter. matters. Okay, and, and I get that, but like Look, his route thing. running. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So if, if Jordan Love is the starter next year, does Adams put up you know thirteen hundred receiving yards? We don't know. We don't know but, how Jordan Love's going to be. But do. You, we do. Jordan Love has played downs and it looked terrible every single one of them. He he literally had the ball ripped from his from his arms and returned for a touchdown. And, and I'm not saying that Adams is bad. I think Adams is a good receiver, but I mean, I'm sure we can all name off instances where the quarterbacks made receivers. And you know, that's not all good receivers though. Antonio Brown was a six round pick. Do you think Ben made him? Or is Antonio Brown the receiver he is today because of him? Well, it's tough. Well, to the receiver that he is today is you know some, what I mean. Don't somebody, somebody, somebody <laughs> that caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl and did nothing to contribute to the whole way there. What do you mean? Like the, he had a good postseason. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did Ben make Brown? It helps. Right. It, it's half and half. I mean, I mean there's talent there. Like, don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't think anyone's arguing that Devontae Adams doesn't have top twenty talent in the NFL, but. It also helps when you have a Hall of Famer throwing you the football. 
I mean, we've seen it. All. I, I get mean, where you're coming from. Look at every single wide receiver that had a really good year in New England. I took it different route. I'm okay. sorry. No, no, well, I'm just saying. But like, like Wes Welker is a great example. Look at Wes Welker pre and post Patriots. Edelman. I mean, there's there's arguments made. Like you think about how good Randall Cobb was with with um, Rogers, how good Jordy Nelson was. And yes, they get older and they play on different teams. So they're not as they're not as young and they're not as athletic. Greg Jennings anymore. was irrelevant when he wasn't a Packer. I, I agree. I agree. I didn't think Devontae Adams is a little... Is... Alshon Jeffrey was nothing without Jay Cutler. <laughs> I, I think Adam top five now. I, I think he has well, good round running skills. I, I agree. I think Adam's just really good. But I, I also think, too, you look at those other receivers that can't hold a candle to him. Like The, the rest of those are scrubs compared to what, what Adam is, is about. You yeah, know? but you know what? Like he, He's course. getting double teamed and triple teamed, and he's but, still getting no, up. Really, True. You think Adams has the, the perfect thing where Rodgers loves a deep pass. <laughs> Loves it. We'll do it every down if you let him. <laughs> and target you three straight times yeah, in the red I mean, zone every he, time. <laughs> he wants to throw it deep. And, and they have a good receiving core to match that. Again, not not taking anything away from him. He's, he's very good. I think he is a top five receiver. It's just you put Julio Jones there who's saying, I want a big arm quarterback. I mean, it, it's just I, I think Rodgers got to be looking at it going, man, what the fuck? Off topic real quick. I kind of figured out why Pat's always good at fantasy football. He gets the number one scoring option every year. The year before this year was uh, Derrick Henry. This year he had Devontae Adams. All right. It's off topic. We, we, th- we were talking about it, and then now it makes sense. But what, is, what does he normally pick, kind of, in general? These Usually are like five, five or yeah. six. Not like you, you eight, ninth swine. Devontae Adams scored more fantasy points than anybody else this year? I think it was very I, close. Like, I I, at did. least at the receiver position. No, I, I, I think he was the overall um, fantasy guy. Because like Dalvin Cook, I think was, but he missed a couple games. Um, Derrick Henry, I think had like two, like down games. McCaffrey was out, Barkley was out, Zeke wasn't that great. Yeah, tell me about it. You know, it's so, like all the big time running backs, the normal ones. Yeah, you know, had a lot. A couple of them had good seasons, but I, I think Adams finished at least at the in the top, top three. And it could have been at least for our league with the you know the point PPR and and so on, but. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it. That's why it came to my mind. So, he was number one receiver. All right. He was the number one receiver. He was the fourth non-quarterback. That's pretty good, still. Dalvin Cook beat him. Derrick Henry beat him. And Alvin Kamara smoked him. Granted, a big outlier game on Christmas. Let's not talk about it, Paul. (laughs) No, let's talk about it, Kyle. (laughs) All right. We'll go to the next one. Plaque's coming in with my name on it in two weeks. Very excited. I have a couple... I have a couple more. Nobody else got the plaque on it, but I'm doing it. One more football, and then I have a couple baseball. And because there's no other plaques on it, I'm putting 2015 to present. There you go. One guy guy didn't get cash either. I I can't believe it. I think this one would be pretty much like an agreement to everyone. Everyone yell at Kyle. (laughs) I personally believe Lamar Jackson is a very good athlete, not a good quarterback. The, The numbers don't back you. No, they do. His passing numbers aren't great. His running numbers are great. Boom up. I, I know that his his passer rating, I think, is it's either at 100 or just over 100. I'm not saying, you know, he's not Mahomes, but he's not as bad a pass as you think. But I think he's a better athlete than he is a quarterback. The reason why the Ravens win games is because, he's an, because of his athleticism All right, more so than his passing. He... Other than Mark Andrews, though, who who is he throwing to? Doesn't matter. It Kyle, but we just said it does matter. No, okay, we we kind of disagreed and disagreed because in 2018, 
He's only started seven games. He threw for 1,200 yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, 19, uh, 19, he was obviously the, he started 15 games. He threw for 3,100 yards, 36 touchdowns to six picks with a QBR of 83 and a rating of 113. And then last year, he threw for 2,800 yards on 26 touchdowns, nine picks with a rating of 99.3. So he has a career rating of 102.6 and his career is 68 to 18 touchdown to interceptions. It's weird. Like, I I don't know. Like, Again, I'm not. I'm not saying he's a premier passing quarterback, but he, is he going to win you a game with his passing ability? I think that he can. He doesn't have the the receiving weapons to go out and put up these. I think the numbers that he put up with his number one being what Hollywood Brown. That's his number one receiver. So I'm, I'm going to try to be unbiased here, because as a fellow Steelers fan, I think we will say, in, in we'll call it in three years of, of watching him play, he's played very well. But unlike a guy like like a Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's taken a step forward. He's just kind of played at the same level his entire time well, being in I professional think the, football. I think the thing for him, for Lamar Jackson, is that they his coaching staff needs to do a better job at designing plays where he isn't like. I feel like you know. I mean, we've we've all seen a lot of football games, but I feel like the Ravens like for every ten plays they run. Eight of them, like, that aren't just straight-up running back runs. Eight of them have some sort of gadgetry to them yeah. that to, to, to at least make you think Lamar Jackson's running. So, I mean, I would say out of every ten passing plays, Lamar Jackson's probably throwing from a set position, like, once. Like, in the pocket set one time. So I think, like, if you start designing the offense to just have a little bit more of that, I mean, you can't, don't take away his legs. It, it's, a, it's a threat. It, I mean, you can't do it. I'm sorry. It, it, you, you work with what you got. Um, but I think if his, compl- like, his, his completion percentage is what bothers me. The yards, like, I can live with. I mean, for th- he threw 36 touchdowns in a season. That's nothing to scoff, to scoff at. I mean, last year I think was kind of a down year for the whole the team as a whole. I mean, 26 touchdowns is, you know – average or a little bit maybe like slightly above um but it's a completion percent i mean it's a 64 percent completion percentage for his career which I, I mean what what's the the league average i don't know but I, it, but it needs but it needs to be higher than 64 but i, I mean well, i don't think that league but average a lot of those passes s- are five to ten yards he's not throwing it downfield brady's and, won seven super bowls doing that no Yes. No, we didn't because he had Randy Moss. But and Brady and threw the, deep almost every Moss, time this year. When they had Randy Moss, this they year lost Brady threw deep a lot. But I, but I'm saying like he doesn't need to. Alex Smith has made a career off of doing that. Never won anything. Well, the year they won, he got hurt. But still, I mean, it, he's putting up good numbers. So to say that he's not a good passer, I, I can't agree with. I'm not saying he's you know a premier passing quarterback. He's not a Rodgers, Mahomes. I think if cause they will, when teams figure out how to stop him with the run, because they started to a little bit, and they make him throw, the Ravens well, are going to be a different team. And one thing we'd have to look at Calvary, too. you say this every year, and they still so, make the playoffs every year. So this is this is they have a good defense. This is kind of like a, a shot in the foot slash not. So like Lamar Jack granted three years. Lamar Jackson's career, like average per throw or yards per completion type of, is is six point eight. And Tom Brady's is 9.9. Now, Tom Brady, for a career, 
does have a passing percentage of 64.8, which is right around when we're talking with Lamar Jackson. But the thing is that, like, Tom Brady also put up, like, like so many consistent seasons of yeah. 4,000 and, like, 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 throwing, so, like, let's see. So, it's been in the league for 20 years. Right. It, it, it spreads the numbers thin when you play that long, just because it, there's just so much I- I- included. And I mean, what we were talking about before, what Paul mentioned is, I think the only way to really look at this effectively is to know is to know like the the yards per attempt, the, you know, the per completion, and all that, to really analyze it effectively. The other the other side is they they don't have a true number one receiver, well, and, and they he hasn't had one. Now here's the thing: then why are so many receivers turning down the Ravens? Well. Juju did to stay in Pittsburgh. I mean, Juju turned down the Ravens and the Chiefs to stay in Pittsburgh. I mean, he turned down more money and really, with as far as a the ring. Chiefs, <laughs> to go to a better team. Um, I mean, they need to design the offense for Lamar to pass more. Antonio his, Brown. His high for sorry, I don't mean to keep no, putting Go up. ahead. Go his ahead. high for his career is four hundred pass attempts in a season. So, you go like let's just look at. Tom ben Brady and Rogers have that by like week five. Huh? <laughs> ben and Rogers usually have that by like week five. Tom Tom Brady has been under four hundred twice, two thousand and two thousand and eight. <laughs> One year he got hurt, <laughs> and the <his rookie> year <laughs> where he played, he started no games. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, give me like a middle of the road quarterback that you would put at Lamar's talent level, like like that you think is comparable to Derek Lamar. Carr. What is it? Does it be like a like a run first guy or no? No, just like, like pa- passing talent. He never had that real that real number one either. He had Amari Cooper. Yeah. He sucked. Um, he didn't. He didn't. He had one. He had one bad no, year. He went to the Pro Bowl. Well, like well, we already <laughs> had this argument on the yeah. show. He had a thousand. He was there for three years with Carr. I'm pretty sure he broke a thousand twice. All right, went since to the, that, like since uh, Lamar's been in the league. What about like that. Blake Bortles? He had like one or two good good seasons. Bortles had one. Well, I mean. You could say that uh, Lamar Jackson had one. So you think Lamar Jackson and Blake Bortles are similar in talent level? Well, I mean, I guess I mean Bortles has basically played the same amount of time. <laughs> I mean, uh, is Cam Newton comparable? Okay. So we'll go to all right. So I'll look up Cam Newton's stats from like I won't look at his like MVP season because that's obviously his MVP. Like we're not Lamar Jackson hasn't had that. So I'll go to well, like some... he, he won an MVP. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? And real quick, while he's looking that up, to Kyle's point that I agree with is he can't do this forever. You know, no, of course uh, eventually not. Of course your, not. your body fails Listen, you. Or, I, I I think Lamar Jackson is one of the best athletes in the NFL. I do. Cam Newton threw the football more times than Lamar Jackson last year. <laughs> that I think that just proved your point. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He That's needs what I'm saying. That just more. proved your point. Like he needs to throw more. And, and I think they need to put the people around him. Was well, I don't think it, it does not I don't think it has to be the people though. The, the coaching staff, like, you have this quarterback that has this mobility, and that's a great thing. But when you're running, when, when you're making the, the defense try to believe you're gonna, he's going to scramble 90% of the time, he's not throwing from a set position. Yeah. He's not throwing from the pocket. He doesn't have protection. Somebody's always on his tail because he's moving around. So, like, you're, you're not going to get, like, true authentic passing out of him. And... So like like let him let him stay in the pocket twenty five percent of the season, and, and then see like like maybe the yards don't go up because maybe it's more dink and dunks and stuff like that. But but if he's throwing it at seventy two percent, 
for 600 attempts, yeah. that's a big deal. I mean, Cam Newton, I mean, Cam Newton has always been a very inaccurate passer. Like that we know, but I mean, but he's still, even when he was running a lot, I mean, what was his MVP year, 2015? Yes. He still threw it 500 times. That, and that's like what I mean. a hundred more, I mean. I think they can do more for Lamar Jackson. Who was Cam's number one that year? Uh, the other one to the Super Bowl? Devin Funches. I have no idea. Was it, it might Kel- have been. Was it Kevin Benjamin? It could have been Benjamin and Funches. Even still. Those receivers were any good. Well, hindsight, yes, I agree with you. The The year that Kelvin had his, his one-year Devin breakout. Devin Funches, Corey Brown, and Ted Ginn. Oh, man. Kelvin wasn't even there? No, 2016, I think. Jonathan Stewart, Mike Tolbert, Greg Olson. I mean, offense. he had... So, pretty much the same kind of roster. So, like, Jonathan Stewart and whoever the Raven running back is. Raven running backs are always going to be good. <clears throat> They've kind of been whatever... Last couple, I mean, last year they were like Dobbins. Well, but they've been whatever since they stopped using running backs. Yeah, like Jonathan Stewart was kind of whatever for the Panthers. No, no. Well, like at at that point, at that no, 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 he had a good year. Jonathan Stewart, yeah, Jonathan Stewart ran for nine hundred and eighty-nine yards that year. Was D'Angelo Williams still there? I think it was. Or was he already a Steeler? Yeah, Yeah. pretty sure. The the here's the thing: the Ravens are setting themselves up for the same situation. Like, if they get a Super Bowl appearance out of it. And then, a, or even a Super Bowl win, uh, cool. But like, I mean, they have a dual threat quarterback with a less impressive like deep ball. Because I think Cam had a much better deep ball than than Lamar Jackson, from what we've seen so far. I think Cam can only throw the deep ball. The, the MVP thing, you know, you're building the defense type of thing. The roster is like more of a supporting cast than like a superstar thing. But like, not- how long can you sustain that? Something else to think about. Because it didn't last very long for the for the Panthers. Something else to, to think about. Lamar's going into, what, his fourth year? Yep. Mm-hmm. So his, his extension's coming up, right? He's going to get paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So realistically, seeing how things played out, the, the Ravens should have made a move almost to go in on this season. Because, I mean, that's kind of been the, the recipe of you win a Super Bowl when your quarterback is cheap. Unless you have fucking Tom Brady, who takes less and less money. Mm-hmm. You know, so them getting aggressive to go get a Julio Jones or trading for a receiver probably would have made more sense for this season. Even if you only have them well, they got for a Hawkins. year. But I mean, only if you have them for a year. If you have Julio for one, two years, and then whatever. you let, if, if it... Not to say they would win a Super Bowl. If it gets you the appearance and, and maybe a win then trading, you know, a first, second round pick, whatever, is worth it. So what level of crapping the bed would it take for Lamar to really hurt in a, in a re-signing bid? He's, I don't I mean... The Ravens going to re-sign him no matter what. Yeah, I don't think anything... I mean... Well, the, no matter year, what, he's th- going to... This year, nothing. Because they can... I mean, it's going to cost them $23 million, but they can just pick up the fifth-year option. Right. So it would have to be a two-year real downhill yeah. go. Like he'd have to be bad this year and be bad next year. Um, but that's why I, I think that's the Ravens, and, and I mean, of course, the these GMs know more than we do. But some of them, <laughs> I, I look at it where they they should be looking to kind of go all in here because really, like we said, you know, the rest of their division, the Bengals are are looking up, but they're still, you know, 
An offensive iffy. line away from Joe Burrow yeah. surviving. You know, the the Steelers, we don't know. We, we don't, you know. They'll, be, they'll contend in they'll, the division, be, but we don't I'm know I'm sure they'll be good, team. but we don't know. What the, and the, the Browns are, I think the Browns will be good, but who knows? It, it all rides on Mayfield. So they can make a run to win their division. And, and I think they can compete with the Titans. The, you know, them and the Chiefs are a good match. It's just, it, it's the time to where you can, you can kind of strike. You know, I, I think they're doing Lamar a disservice by not getting him. Because even next year, even receiver. even if they, if they pick up the fifth year option, he's still probably making seven million dollars less than he would make if they signed him. Unless they do like one of those like real like light on the front half, heavy on the back half type of things. Yeah, because if they pick up his option, it's twenty three mil. He's probably going to make somewhere in like the twenty eight to thirty two range. I mean, who knows now the way quarterbacks get signed? <laughs> you know, it's just. The the quarterback is so well, inflated, reason, but the reason I say it is because like like it's weird because like there's not there's not a, a benchmark to go off of anymore. No, because like like if he if he gets the the contract extension, it's going to happen next off season, more than likely because it has unless something happens this off season. But. I think he'll sign something similar to what Deshaun Watson signed. I I don't remember the exact details, but I, I could see them getting a similar thing. Where Deshaun may have better passing it, but I mean Lamar's an MVP, so I think they're they're similar in accolades, I guess. But um, yeah, but Deshaun gets more press. That is true. Definitely now. That is true. Um, plus, I mean, we we've saw it with Flacco, where the the Ravens will blow a team up to sign a quarterback. <laughs> you know, yep. it, it doesn't always work, and it hardly ever does, but. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I got two more. Okay. One's baseball, one's basketball. Okay. I personally believe the New York Yankees will not win a World Series with Aaron Judge on the roster. And, and I say this because, one, he gets hurt too much. Pretty much the whole team gets hurt too much. But he is pretty much the most important piece of that team. Offensively. Offensively. And, and I just think, like, you know, his contract's coming up, correct? Soon, yeah. He's, I think, you know, in baseball, you get about 35 years of arbitration. <laughs> you know, you sign that first extension, usually when you're, like, 52. Right. Nah, see, you, you, or you just avoid it and just sign all Cuban players. <laughs> so if you just sign a bunch of 25-year-old Cubans, then the arbitration thing doesn't matter. So I say this because, one, he gets injured way too much, which we all know. And two... I don't know. It's it just like, if they haven't done it yet, it's hard for me to think that they will. Well, you had the cheating Astros. Well, Cost two of them. Regardless of that, I think just in general now, that's a much tougher division than six seasons ago, seven seasons ago. I I, well, I, think a lot of I like your sentiment. I disagree with the player. And, and I switched the player out with Stanton. Stanton's going to be the thing that kills the Yankees for a few years because of his contract, and he's never on the field. When he hits, yeah, cool, well, he hits I, home I, runs. I'm saying but... this because of when his contract comes up. Do you sign him? Uh, because can you risk missing 40 to 50 games from your, one of your best players? What do you guys give Harper? He hasn't really missed that much time besides this year. But I, But it's... And we knew going into it that 
just signing Harper wasn't wasn't gonna make the team a playoff. I think team. though, like I think like ju- it's hard though because like with Judge, even with Stanton, like if Judge didn't even play a, 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 a an inning of baseball this year, like if ever if everybody else that was on the Yankees roster was just like hitting to like league average, and yeah. st- not even like their standard, just swinging the bat at the league average, they'd probably be in first. I mean, with the amount of talent they have on the team, the pitching is the question mark. I mean, Kluber was looking really like a big steal, and then he did Kluber things. Um, I mean, after Garrett Cole, like, there's no like sure thing in the rotation. No, there's, there's, there's some decent pieces that have good outings. Yeah, but Kluber was looking like a really big steal, and then got hurt. I, I, what's he out? Two months. He'll be out for a while. Yeah, and, and it's to it because it comes down to where I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or, um, whatnot, but. Do we know how many pitches he threw in the no hitter? Wasn't that many, but but I mean, was it over a hundred? Probably. So for a guy that has missed, we'll call it two seasons for injuries. Hindsight, looking at, they probably shouldn't have left him in. I know he had the no hitter, but they probably shouldn't have left him in. You know, he's recovering from two arm injuries. Hindsight probably wasn't a good call. He got the no hitter, cool, great, but now he's out. Well, here's the thing. I think if you're any manager. He he's already had probably close to ten to eleven starts. Oh no! Uh, again, it, it, this is all hindsight. So like a hundred pitches shouldn't be a problem. You're, you're right, but this is all hindsight. Looking, right. you know, they didn't know then he was. It's just he how it played out. One pitches. So so let me change the let me change the question. If you're the New York Yankees, do you think about not re-signing Judge? Um, I, I mean, I I could see it. I, I think that they do re-sign him because, you know, he, he's been that. I don't know what he's going to get because, um, again, baseball numbers are t- – but I'm sure I, – I don't think any team would sign him for more than $20 million a year. I don't think any like team will five, give five, 100? Yeah, I don't think there's a team that will give it. And if it is, it'll be, you know, the fucking, like, Pirates or, you know, someone shitty. No, they're not. But I mean, that's just the first <laughs> team I thought of. He's going into year three of his arbitration after this. Season. So he's got, like, 15 left. Um, they arbitrate for so long. Two more years. What do you mean two more years? Of arbitration, you get five. Yeah. I, it's not like it's so crazy. Yeah. He'll be and he'll be thirty next season. So that's the thing. So you figure he's going to finish arbitration at what 31, 32 years old. So so he probably won't even get twenty or you know the three year for sixty whatever. But I don't think any team will give him more than that. And I think the Yankees would come closer to that. Um, of course it depends on what he does, but I, to me, and, and don't go, I, when they traded for Stanton, I was ecstatic. It was great. I thought they, he was going to do great things, but he, he, to me is like what Pujols was to the angels. He's not going to do a thing. He's better than Pujols. But, but what I mean, but he's not earning the money he's making. You have a club yeah. option on him though. What's that? You have a club option on Stanton. When, when is 2028? <laughs> so, you know, like he, he's just going to be dead money. He's going to play. 35 games a year and it is what it is well you know it's bitten by that same bug that plagued the Mets forever and still does to a certain degree and I've seen the Mets get rid of players who are much less talented than than judge just for the next guy up so I think there's, there's a lot more at stake for the for the Yankees you know regarding his future I I and again like it's funny you, you bring up because I was I was just talking about this. You know, do you want to hear Stanton's contract notes? Because I have it on the school sure. website. All right, he has a full no trade clause. 
He can play or opt out after the 2020 season. So after last year, he could opt out at any point. The 2028 club has a club option but contains a $10 million buyout. He gets $50,000 in bonus if he gets voted to an all-star game, gets a silver slover or, or gold glove. Uh, $100,000 for MVP, <laughs> nope. $250,000 for LCS MVP, and $500,000 for World Series MVP. And in 2026, 2027, and 2028, the Marlins will be paying $10 million of his contract. It, it's one of those things. I, I don't remember who we were talking about it with. Stanton can't play the field. No, he can't. No, he cannot at, play left field. But uh, no, no, no. What? I, listen, athletically, yes, he can play the field. Health wise, he cannot play okay. the field. I'll give that, you that. That's what I mean. If he plays the field, he's not going to make it to the third inning. He, he's just. I, I don't understand, and and it's just a weird concept because, I mean, Kyle, we we play you know fucking beer league softball. We watch guys swing bat like this guy's a, a world class athlete. Swings a bat and he's out for three weeks. It's it's just. Oh, he probably swings about a lot harder. Well, than of we are. course he does, but I'm just saying, you know, he's he's a world class athlete who does one part of his job and then is out for weeks. It's it's unfortunate because again, when they traded for him, it was like you know, here comes you're gonna have Judge Stanton. This is gonna be you know, the the fucking Basham brothers, right? <laughs> and they're not. They're just hurt. <laughs> All like, the time. Like Basham Brothers, because they were a real shitty tag team. <laughs> uh, you know, I couldn't get off of it, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, it was a good name. Bash Brothers. <laughs> and then my last one. And that's a Mighty Ducks reference. Yeah. Bad movie. <laughs> better than the tag team you named. Yeah. It, 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 it's 1,000% better. They were part of JBL's crew. <laughs> yeah. Cabinet. It was his cabinet. <laughs> this, one, this one hurts me, but I truly believe it. This Philadelphia 76ers will not win a championship with Ben Simmons. You know, you're not the only guy I've seen say that. Well, it's interesting. I think we've actually talked but about this. But it's not the reason why I think other people think. I don't give a shit if Ben Simmons can score or shoot a jump shot. I just don't think him and Joel and B can play good together. So it's interesting because that's the exact conversation we had. And it was probably late last year that we had the same type of conversation. that, And we, I think we finally agreed that the two will not bring home a championship. And, and, and if it was between Joel or Ben Simmons... I th- I know the Sixers would keep Joel Embiid over Ben Simmons. It's tough though because like every option to that is like like let's get rid of Ben and, and bring in let's try to get Dane. That's not going to make it any better. Joel Embiid needs the ball in his hands, so it's like like you got to bring in like so so Chris Kyle, Paul. I was say, so like in in your side of it, who who can play with him with Joel Embiid? That you know because they they're going to have to get another star in there, no. The recipe for success for the Philadelphia 76ers, if jo- and again, to go to the John Carlos Stanton type of thing, because Joel Embiid takes a jump shot and he misses, he has to rest for two games. <laughs> yeah. Joel, Joel Embiid. <laughs> when we're back. Joel Embiid needs a stretch for good three point shooting at the three and the two, and somebody that wants nothing to do with scoring the basketball at the one. That strictly only wants to pass it to him. Joel Embiid needs to be the guy that has the ball. Now, you can you can make that team in today's NBA. The problem is, what the problem for the 76ers is going to be, and what the problem that you find with a lot of these teams, with the problem the Nuggets have been having, and I, you know, I, I don't, I just, I don't foresee the Nuggets going the whole way. I, I just, I, it'd be cool, but I don't see it. In today's NBA, the problem with this, you can't build a team of 
non NBA All Stars around us, like not All Stars, but like you know what I mean, like superstars. You can't have a three superstar team in that situation because we just kind of established it's not going to work. So then you kind of build like a, a really good supporting cast, but it's around a center, and that doesn't work in today's NBA. I mean, it'd be different if Joel Embiid was like the reason it works for Jokic is because the type of player that he is. He's like a pass first guy that can drop thirty if he has to. Joel's I want to I want to out dick you down in the paint and score 30, 35 points on you. Mm-hmm. And the best thing that ever happened to him was stop shooting the fucking three as much as he was doing earlier. But it's it's tough. It's Joel Embiid is a player that he's he's playing in the wrong era, is what he is. Joel Embiid is playing at the wrong time. I mean, because he, because of the time he's playing in, he's so dominant and he's so good because there's just teams don't have. I mean, you have those really good defensive centers like Stephen Adams and like rebounders like Andre Drummond, but they're they're really really good at like one aspect. Andre Drummond couldn't defend Joel Embiid if he had to. Stephen Adams could go toe to toe with him, but Joel Embiid's going to out hustle him. So it's like like, but. So real quick, and I defer to you guys in the room. So in this hypothetical situation I'm making, the Sixers go on to not win the championship this year. Simmons leaves. Who is a person to, to fill the role exactly how Chris you, Paul. Chris Paul is the guy. Even even at Chris Paul's, quote, age. Yeah, he's, because he's still Chris Paul has proven time and time again that no matter what team he's on, they're going to win. Chris Paul would be the best option available. Or not, I shouldn't say, well, yeah, it's... I mean, available because he's turning down the Suns. He's, he's opting out of his contract, and but in hopes of getting a better deal, like a bigger contract out of the Suns. Like, if he wants to stay there, but like, th- that would be the best guy. So, who would be two? Let's just but take take Paul out of the the mix. Do you think Lonzo's a fit? No, no it's just Ben Simmons. But so, if just, you really think a, about it's it, just, it's just a, like a, it, it's like a. The, if I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, if you hand in a paper and you get an A on it, it's Ben Simmons. If you get a C, it's Lonzo Ball. Like it's just, it's just like a, like a, it's like a piece of paper that's like two pages too short. <laughs> to me, it's like if the Sixers traded Ben Simmons to Washington, and they got Bradley Beal, right? Bradley Beal would be the two. I think honestly, George Hill can play the one. Because George Hill is not looking to be the superstar or looking to do too much. The Sixers already have George Hill. George Hill's like that type of fit of he's going to play good defense and he's going to be a good floor general. He's not going to do much too much else. I, I know that's kind of a weird answer, but like I think George Hill could be the starting one with like a better two. Pick somebody else because Bradley Beal's not leaving the Wizards. I know. But so it, stop, it makes sense. stop being every NBA analyst on ESPN that's just like, oh, where's Bradley Beal going to end up? In Washington. We've been asking this question for three years and he hasn't left. <laughs> Bradley Beal is not usable. That's like saying you're getting LeBron James. It just It's not happening. Bradley Beal's out of the question. Pick somebody else. Russell Westbrook. We can start talking well, Bradley Beal after next year because that's when his contract is actually up. So, not, I, the Wizards aren't trading him. There was too much hype. The, the West, Westbrook-Bradley Beal thing worked out real well. Just the rest of the team was Bush League, and very much so. so they have a lot of work to do in the front court. So here, here's the question. Who is the economy pick? The player, like Kimmel a Chris Paul, a guy who can play exactly what he... Exactly what they need in B to be successful. A Kimba guy Walker. who's just. Yeah. I don't think Kimba Walker needs to score, but he can when he wants to. Yeah, he's a good three point shooter. 
He can't play defense. He, he, he didn't fit well with the Celtics. Nobody fits well with the Celtics. Because <laughs> that's not Good. the type of basketball he plays, but I think he could fit with Embiid. And, you know, the Celtics are looking to dish out Walker. <laughs> Celtics are looking to revamp that team a little bit. So, Kimball Walker makes a lot of sense. Hmm. All right. I mean, Alfred Payton. I would. I. I probably would shoot myself in the face a hundred thousand times and murder <laughs> everyone I love. But if he doesn't resign, Derrick Rose would be a good fit. Again, somebody that doesn't need the ball in his hands anymore. Those days are behind Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is just a team player at this point. But I don't know. It's tough. It's it's tough for the seventy six. I mean, it's like it's weird. Like you know. I mean, after what happened yesterday, I'm not entirely sure anymore. But, like, I find it kind of felt like this was their year to do it, given how everything played out. I mean, the Clippers advanced, but it wasn't pretty. I don't think the, you know, like, the Nuggets went, but then, then it got spanked by the Suns or by the, uh, the Do Hawks. I think the Sixers are going to beat the Hawks? Yeah. Do I think they're going to get out of the Asian Conference Finals? No, I do not. Yeah, I could agree with that. I think the Hawks take the six the Sixers to six or seven. But I, I, I just personally think that the Nets and the Bucks match up too well with what they have. Joel Embiid will dominate, but the rest of the team so, will be dominated against the Hawks. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't mean anything. So what we could do, I mean, we're, we're probably coming up on a, a break soon, depending on what you guys want to do. I found this article on ESPN, and they kind of pose these questions. I'd be interested to kind of Long story short, throw them to you guys. The, anybody out of the West or the Brooklyn Nets is who I want to win the NBA Finals. <laughs> anybody from the West or the Brooklyn Nets. Because any team that's never won it, won it. I would love it to be Brooklyn versus West. Phoenix. Doesn't matter. I don't care who, because <laughs> none, none of them have won it. That'd be cool. All five of those teams have never won an NBA championship. I mean, granted, nobody has won. None of the teams that are in the current NBA Finals have won a championship since we've been alive. But still, kind of don't want Milwaukee to win it. <laughs> there are another team that I don't know whatever will ever be able to get over the hump. It, it's weird. It's like it's you look at it. LeBron's best years. Like, LeBron's best, all those those championship years, he wasn't alone. You know, in all the years he was alone, it didn't fare well for him. I mean, he had Kyrie, he had Wade, he had Bosh, he had Anthony Davis. Kevin Love. Kevin Love. I mean, he's had, like, Hall of Famers. All of them are Hall of Famers. Um, like, Chris Middleton is just not those guys. Yeah. He's very good. He's an all-star caliber player, but he's not those guys. Same with Drew Howden. Right. So, like, it's kind of like, you know, you play them, you do the same thing. The Bucks, like, that's why, like, the Bucks and, like, the Sixers is probably the most intriguing matchup for the Eastern Conference Finals because you're going to watch both those teams do the same thing. The Bucks are going to let Joel Embiid do whatever he wants, and they're going to make sure that Tobias Harris does nothing. And then, on the flip side, they're going to do everything they can to stop Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and let Giannis roam free. And you'll watch that series. I, if the, I would not be surprised. I mean, it won't happen because it's too hard to do. But I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that was a seven-game series, you watched Joel Embiid and Giannis average 40 points a game. <laughs> because they would ju- just let them do what they want. And, and just, just let them do what they want. And it's like you see it in all kinds of sports. We see it in the NFL all the time. We talked about it with the Titans. Fucking, if Julio Jones wasn't there, it's just like, 
Make sure A.J. Brown doesn't get a catch. If they're going to beat us, it's going to be with the other receivers. If they beat us then, good for them. They played, they outplayed us. But we're not going to let their star guy do it. It's the reverse type of thing. The NFL does it in the reverse way. In the NBA, it's like, let the star ball the fuck out. Because he's not... Do- I mean, go look at NBA history. It's, I mean, like, very rarely does somebody drop 60-plus points and win the game. Yeah, there was a lot of things about how Jordan used... Anytime Jordan scored 60, they lost. Yep. I mean, think about it. Especially back then when you were averaging like 92 points a game. Well, we were watching Damian Lillard put on an absolute show. But the rest of his team couldn't do it. Well, if you score, I mean, if if your team scores 100 points and you score 70 of them, that means that your team didn't do anything else, really. Right. I mean, you know. That's all I got. It's getting pretty warm down here. (laughs) Not bad. All right, we'll go to... Quick break. We'll come back. We'll round it out. For we'll just kind of bang out the rest of the last hour and a half. Yeah. Right. On the other side. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep a company. We keep her happy. And now, back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, joined by... Assholes yeah. all of them. Crab cakes. Okay. I've had to switch until we get the regular one back. Our, I have a bunch of the old recordings of us when we first recorded all those breaks. Remember oh, we yeah. sat at the studio after a show in Hamden? We did all the, the sweepers and recorded. Nope. Kyle, you were there. No, we, we're all there. We, well, we accepted a mass. It's pretty funny. Yeah, you could, Jeff. Be, all right. Be a fun uh, thing to listen to. Is there a notebook and pen by any chance? Uh, Something to write on and write with? Yeah, there should be. Why we get uh, there? Did you grab that from me? We're going to play a little game. Whiteboard okay? No. I'd like a notebook if possible. Making a quick transition from a sour to a stout. Always a good move. And there's not that many, like, I mean, you're basically just kind of changing out some letters. <laughs> Never thought of that, did you? Oh, I didn't. Would you like a sour? A sour stout? I think I would. <sighs> Spoiled milk IPA. Nothing like having your sweaty hands stick to the paper. <laughs> a real throwback to school. Alright. Here's what I did. Just for we'll throw this in for a GSWD point. Matthew's not here. He's not eligible to win it. It is what it is. I've been keeping track. I've been doing a lot of secret GSWD points. Uh oh. Kendall didn't really fix this thing. Want me to try fixing more? Thanks. I mean, it, it seems seems good. Because yeah, I tempted fixed. So basically, well. what I'm gonna do is I pulled up. Now the only one who's at kind of a disadvantage in this is Mock. Nice. And the reason is because of the way I did it. So I'm just gonna ask oh. you questions. Sabotage right no, out of the gate. No, no, <laughs> it has to do with how good one of your teams is. So it was really more of a compliment thing, I guess. You ass face. Talking pals. Oh pals, yeah. Pals. pals. <laughs> Yep. Um, so basically what it was, I took... Now, it worked out perfectly because we have two Steelers fans in the room and they've won two Super Bowls. So I could give you each a different Super Bowl team. But you're competing, so don't help each other. Okay. 
All right. And I'm, I've, there's going to be no stealing because obviously that wouldn't be fair to mock if right. Kyle couldn't sink his own swoop in type of thing because he could get two fucks about the Steelers. So what I did was I took each of yours, uh, a Super Bowl winning team of your favorite teams. So, Mark, you, you said you preferred the 07 Giants. Wish I could have done the 09. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so the 07 Giants, who won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, beat the undefeated Patriots. Yeah. The uh, Kendall, you have the. Uh, 05 Steelers, okay. who um, stole a Super Bowl from the Seahawks. Won at Fair and Square. They, they, what, you're going you're to sit here and tell me Fair and Square? It was Fair and Square. It was Fair and Square. It was Fair and Square. Listen, they, they, the Seahawks were awarded the same amount of bad calls. But the Steelers were awarded one that cost points. It's, it's, so uh, you're it's across the me, board. You're going to tell me if there's... Hold on. This opens up a whole new argument. So would you guys agree... So basically what Kendall's saying is... And I want you guys to chime in to see what you guys think. Let's just. Do, are you guys impartial to Denver and Arizona at all as teams? Do you yeah. care? Like, do you hate slash love? You know what I mean. You don't care, right? De- no. Denver. Okay. So if Denver and Arizona are playing a football game and there are three egregious no call penalties against each team, but one of Denver's one against Denver is a touchdown for Arizona and none for against Arizona or points for Denver. That's still fair because it was three versus three. Is no. that still fair? Nope. No. What do you think? Hold on. Kyle, what do you think? I'm a Cardinal fan, so no. no. You're not a Cardinal fan. Shut up. You're only a Cardinal fan when your running backs go to die there, and one of them is dying there. So, but, seriously, do you think that's fair? Even no. though it was the same amount of egregious penalties, one caused points to be awarded for a team? So, they, I mean, that that's that's an upper hand, right? Upper hand. You yes take away no. one of those touchdowns, the final is 14-10 Pittsburgh. There is... Kendall does this all the time. Isn't this, is this anybody else's favorite Kendall thing? You're you're bringing up a new argument that wasn't previously being argued. The argument that you presented was that it was a fair and square game. The point I'm making is that the Steelers had the same amount of bad calls. But then you the just Steelers. said that if the penalties were, were, were correct and called correctly, it would be a different so score. So the, the, the difference being is that the Steelers were awarded a touchdown that wasn't. It wasn't like... He scored, and there was a holding penalty. It doesn't matter what it is. He was, uh, he, he. You guys were, you guys got points you didn't deserve. Hey, well, here's the thing too. I got I have to look. I don't know if he scored on a second and goal. It doesn't or matter. Third and goal. It doesn't, it doesn't. But it doesn't matter though. You got points. They were awarded points that weren't that in were, were not gotten via the rules. But let's say that, but this doesn't happen, and they get. No, you're you're trying to come up with new arguments. The argument that you stated earlier was that the game was fair and square. I think it was. But you just said that points were, you just agreed points were awarded when they shouldn't have been. Uh, so the, the the Seahawks had a pick that was taken not for a score, but pretty far back, called back. I mean, that would have set them up in, I think it was within the 20, you know, and, and they would have had a scoring opportunity that got, that got called back. You know, it's just like so. I'm confused. So the so the Seahawks picked off the Steelers, ran it all the way back to the twenty, something like that, and it got called back. It got called back on a correct call. I don't remember. I guess so the, because I, if it's not a correct call, then that just benefits the Steelers. More. The the the, but the point yeah. I make is there were there were so many bad calls versus you know what? Uh, on the football made up and the points don't matter. The the point is, is that if it's the, even if it's the same amount of egregious miscalls calls or no calls or calls for. If points are awarded because of it, 
It changes the bias. And I'm not saying this to help my argument, but I, I do recall, you know, reading back and, and watching that it was a missed call. And the, the Seahawks, whatever I'm trying to say is They should have had that pick? The pick should have counted? The pick, the pick should have counted. Ooh. Definitely doesn't help his argument. All right, so I picked uh, Super Bowl winning teams. What? I'm cool with it, though. So, Kyle, you got the 08 Steelers that broke Larry Fitzgerald's heart. And then I gave you guys each a World Series losing team. So, Kendall, you got the 15 Mets, the 09 Phillies, and then you got the 03 Yankees. That's why I said disadvantage because it's, like, so much further yeah. away. But you guys haven't lost a World Series. You guys have you won in 09. That's it. And you haven't been to one since. Yep. You've, had, you've only been to one since you lost one. Remember, Shane Spencer was on that team. All right, so I'm just going to kind of ask you guys questions about the season or the playoffs or whatever. So we're going to start with Mock. You ready? Yes. All right. So the New York Giants went into that playoffs where they won that Super Bowl as a wild card team. Can you name all four teams they beat to win the Super Bowl from in the playoffs? I believe it was Tampa, Dallas, Green Bay, New England. You get 70 points for that. Oh, nice! All right, Kendall, here is a one-point <laughs> question. I don't said it. Kendall, here's a one-point question. Okay. Okay. Who... Oh, uh, where is it? Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm looking at the wrong thing. All right. Uh, who was the only starting rookie on the offense for the Steelers that season? Um, Harder question, but you know football better. No offense, Mark. He also doesn't. The only starting rookie on the Steelers that season. Um, was it Willie Parker? Incorrect. I don't know. Yes, he did. It was Devontae Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. He, he just did, and then answered, and it was wrong. <laughs> what the fuck was that, Kyle? Think about it. All right, Kyle. Uh, so, because he can't say, do we get the answer at all, or no? Because it comes up. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I can do it. It's Heath Miller. Oh, wow. Kyle didn't know that. I can tell by the way he looked at you. The way he, no, you didn't. The way you looked over at him wasn't like a, like, you didn't look at like a obvious, come on. All right, in the 2008 season, when, or 2007 season, 2008 Super Bowl, right? No, 2008, because it's, yeah, sorry. The 2008 Steelers. What was their final record after the season was over? Um, 12 and 4. Correct. I had the magnet on my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> like your fridge now? No, it's at my parents. So it's not your fridge. So your parents' fridge. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I could take the magnet. It's mine if I want it. <laughs> I got it in the mail. In 2012. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good Mark. magnet. Yes. During that giant Super Bowl season, who led the New York Giants in rushing? Oof. Um. Would you like a hint? It's not Eli Manning. <laughs> All right. Cross Trick question. <laughs> he rushed for 69 yards that year, just so you know. Diggity. And a touchdown. Is it Ahmad Bradshaw? Incorrect. Oh, was it Brandon Jacobs? It was. Damn. I knew it was lot. one of the two. Did he wants to come back. Uh, Brandon Jacobs <laughs> ran for 1,000 more yards than Ahmad Bradshaw. Was that Bradshaw's like first... Yeah, he rushed for 190 yards. R- Jacobs ran for like 1,100. That must have been Bradshaw's first year. Yeah, Derek Ward was who you were thinking of. 
That yeah, was the other the, guy. The often forgotten guy in the three-headed monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kendall. Yes. What was the Pittsburgh Steelers' home point differential? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to steal. <laughs> uh, this guy over here. Someone get him the puppers. <laughs> oh, you know what I didn't do? All right. Please hold. So, Massey, Kyle, I, I don't know if you can, but if you could spread out just a little more, that'd be great. Dude, just, give him a if hug you real could real get quick. just a little more wide. Get off. Feel free to breathe right in his neck. I don't the fact that Mock doesn't love me. Yeah. No, I just know what you do with your hands. Yeah, but I'm burgering all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. a very funny sentence. <laughs> Burger meat. Don't talk about your employees that way. <laughs> All right. What about Burger Meat Souls? That's a decent name. Shut up. BM Souls. <laughs> I know you live, kid. Yep, like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kendall. Yes. Who? So... Who threw for the second most amount of yards on the 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers team? Okay. And I'll, I will do it, It's not a trick question. Because Ben only played 12 games. Um, was it Charlie Batch? Incorrect. Damn. Charlie White. So who, who was the other option? Was it... Um, I can give you a hint. Was it... Uh, Tommy Maddox. Yep. All right, Souls. Ready? Yeah. All right. Who was Heathcliff's roommate <laughs> in training camp? In training camp? Probably Pouncey. So good. I think we should hold like a. Hold it like a, a mini camp before next season. For the show, I mean. So yeah. that we practice a couple couple days a week, have weekends off, <laughs> eat the same meals. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what we're practicing for, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get there. If you guys want to participate in our mini camp, just write into the show 1 800 Klondike 1. Klondike one. Yeah, that's like a that's like a that's like a forties joke. No, we won't. No, no, we won't. No one can fucking. No, no, no. What he's saying is, we'll tell you where to fly into. Kyle, there'll be one guy in fucking Finland. That's like, oh, souls. (laughs) Bad accent. But that's right. That's BM souls. (laughs) Said he'd fly me out. And guess what? You're getting him at the airport. We'll pitch in for one meal. Nope. Have to. So, as we're, as we're waiting, um, we're at the, the travel agent today, and we're, we're flying out of Newark for our honeymoon, right? Mm-hmm. And the flight leaves at 7 a.m. So, I'm like, man, someone is going to fucking hate us. You <laughs> <laughs> have to leave the house at, like, 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're flying right. out of a dump. <coughs> Kyle, and that's the 2008 season, name th- uh, th- Okay. Name four of the five top like uh, yards re- receiving yards leaders of this for the season. Santonio Holmes, Heinz Ward, Heath Miller, and Nate Washington. 
Yeah, for a bonus point, can you name the fifth? I cannot. No, it's Moeldy Moore. Forgot he was there. I would have not gotten that. <laughs> no, it's Milwaukee Jones. <laughs> you know what? That's a po- that's a point for Mark. That was very funny. Good job, Mark. Get him drinking that basement Guinness. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's only been down here for. I didn't do it in order. Years. Right? You know how many? You know how many basements that Guinness has been in. All right, Mark. Yes, sir. Who led the giant? Uh, there were two players that. Had the tied for the lead in interceptions for the Giants that year. Name one of them. I mean, I don't like him, but Corey Webster. Nope. Really? He only had one interception that game. Good. Fuck him. Gabriel, actually, it actually was a big interception. Gabriel Wilson. Oh, Jabril? And Sam Madison. I don't know who was that he is. Not, he didn't like you. No, his his girlfriend was a bitch. <laughs> Jabril was cool. That was a Giants training camp. Yeah, I met him getting in his car. His girlfriend was not happy about it. That's one of my old ESPN logins is a little Jabril Will. He signed our football. Tyler has it. You should bring it to the show. I met him. I met Lawrence Tynes. He's about seven foot eight. He's real big. <laughs> Fucking terrible. He was all right. Credit where credit is appreciated. He missed three field goals in a championship game <laughs> and then made the one that mattered. Right. <laughs> all right, Kendall. All right, here we go. Of the th- uh, name, two of the three top combined tacklers for the season for the Steelers. Hmm. Jabru Wilson. Bet you I don't get these right. Also, <laughs> all right. Um. <sighs> yeah, right. I'll give you. I'll, I'll narrow it down. One of three. Name one of three. One of three. Um. I only know who one of these people are. Is it Joey Porter? Incorrect. Unbelievable. <laughs> Can't buy a point. <laughs> James Ferrier, damn it, led the league or led the team. Larry Foote and Chris Hope, now, awesome name. The problem is, I knew all those guys and decided that Porter was the guy more likely to do it, and was wrong. Porter probably led the team in sacks. Probably. Damn. Damn. He might have been. Was he on that team? Who? Porter or was he a Dolphin? No, he was. He was on that team. All right, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Well. Yes, sir. I don't like that. I'm, I'm telling Mark to go fuck himself. All right. Listen, I think you got to check it out for the for the viewers. Uh, Kyle's afraid of heights. He's a toddler, but um. Oh well, if it wasn't for fucking what's it called, then we probably wouldn't have done. What? Kendall. The mall. No, it was Kendall that did it. What'd you do? Kendall was the reason we found out because we went to Altoona Curve. Oh, that's when you found out you're afraid of heights? Yeah. That's when so I before then, you were able to walk near the thing I at the mall? I thought about it. <laughs> also, we didn't know about it, so he, like, it wouldn't have mattered. So just another reason why trains ruin lives. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see how that's relevant. <laughs> they derail. They okay. expose fears. Name <laughs> Name four of the five top sack finishers for the Steelers that year. Thanks for that COVID spray, by the way. James Harrison. Oh. <laughs> Lawrence Timmons. Lamar Woodley. Um, Aaron Smith. Good job. It's Alden Smith. All right, we'll do, we'll, go, we'll do one more for football. 
All right. I hope I get in the board for one. <laughs> hmm? I said so I hope I get in the board for one. <laughs> Where do they play? Oh, damn it. Remember him? Aaron Smith? I do. He was very good. He's got her all the yeah. fucking time. I think he tore some triceps like six times. <laughs> I can't remember what his number, though. 91. Was it 91? Yeah. All right, Mock. Yeah. One player on that New York Giants team returned a punt or kick for a touchdown on the season. Who was it? R.W. McCorders. Wrong. Damn. It was Dominique Hickson. Oh, all right. He was like the number three. You never would have got that. No. <laughs> I, I only remember McCorders doing anything on special teams. <laughs> So he never did kick returns. He only did punt returns. Oh, uh, okay. But he did a lot of punt returns. Yeah. Dominique Hickson was one for eight. Actually, Ahmad Bradshaw was your big kick return guy that year. He had yeah, 38 attempts. That makes sense. Averaged 24.2 yards. His longest was 68 for not a touchdown. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right, Kendall. What is ketchup? Mustard. Yeah, that was my answer. <laughs> Can you name the three top ingredients in ketchup? Uh, sugar, water, tomatoes. <laughs> no, there's no tomatoes in ketchup. Salt, baby. <laughs> Tomatoes and strawberries. Ooh. All right, name all the teams the 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers beat en route to their championship in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, in order. They beat... The Bengals in the wild card round, the Colts in the divisional, and the Broncos in the championship round. Final answer? Yes. You missed the Seahawks. Oh, damn. And the Seahawks in the exhibition game at the end of the year. <laughs> the exhibition <laughs> game? All right, Kyle? Yes. So he was wrong? Yeah. It's in route to winning the Super Bowl. Can I just have the points? So they beat the Seahawks. <laughs> it's at the, the Super Bowl. Please. Oh, he batisted you. What if... Could make an appearance later. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call foreshadow. That's what we call foreplay. Skin. Do, do I really not get the points? Foreplay you can skin? Yeah. Oh my god, foreplay skin. That's a whole new realm. Kettle can have half the point. Alright, that's fair. I'll take seven-eighths of the point. <laughs> Alright, Kyle, what was what's Jeffrey's the, field goal percentage <laughs> on that season? Plus or minus four. Do you think that's too much? Plus minus four. I, I did. What was I the asked him what the, his kicker's field goal percentage was in the year, with a with a plus minus of four. So he's got to be within eight. Eighty-two. And, well, not eight. It'd be with like yeah. You I got gotcha. you. Realm of yeah, and you were wrong because eighty-three was the cutoff. Really? Yeah, eighty-seven percent. Not bad. All right. So going into the Jeffrey. baseball round, we've got Kyle with three, Mock with two, Kendall with a half a point. Oh, yeah. So Jeffrey was really good from a 30 yards in. <laughs> Guess who's going to have a rough time with this Yankees roster? I think I would do better on his. Not if I lay him up. That's true. I tried to do that for football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the hard ones at the end, but, like, I mean, I made sure to get you on the board early, get you some momentum. Squandered right. it. Kyle? Yes, sir. You could stop that. Yeah. Like, at any point now. Yes, Paul. That didn't make it any better. Yes, Red Dog Master. Can I have just the full point? <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. It's been submitted. Can all right, you, Kyle. Just give it to me. Get another question kind of right. What if I give you the score of one of the games? Who 
Let the dogs out. <laughs> who, who? who was your first and third base coach for the 2009 season? You don't know? I feel like that's something you would know. I have no idea. Um, Do I also have that question? The Mets? Because <laughs> I think I know my guys. <laughs> you don't know your guys, do you? <laughs> um, Doug Merriweather. <laughs> I, I, and I Brandon Merriweather. No Clint Hurdle. No idea. All right. Uh, Davey Lopes and uh, Sam Perlozo. I, I know Davey Lopes. I don't know who the other one is. Dave and Sammy. Come I on. think uh, John Mellencamp wrote a song about Dave those guys. Sammy. Jim Miller? I like how you took the E from Dave <laughs> and gave it to Sam. All right, Kendall. Oh, we're switching the order. Why? Yeah, you didn't go first. Well, we're going the uh, opposite well, I figured rotation. you didn't want to go first. Oh, I don't care. I, I'm, just, I'm just commentating. All right, Kendall, I'm not going to ask you that question, so give me who you think it is. All right, it was Razor Shines. No. Damn. <laughs> Tom Goodwin and Tim Tafool. Razor Shines? Oh, Razor Shines was the man. <laughs> Was who? Razor Shines. Was who? The man. What's that? I'm just saying he was an awesome guy. Oh, I thought you were saying like, like I thought you were trying to say like manager in like a weird. Oh way. no no no! no this is my a, M, bro. Just, just a cool dude. <laughs> uh. Oh, wow, this uh doesn't really do what I was looking for here. Wow, there's a. Uh, was not the stats I was looking for. Definitely too hot for a stout. <laughs> Kyle, what do you what, what do you want to talk about? We, I got uh, it here. I got oh, it. Okay. All right, Kendall. <laughs> yep. Kendall. Who? Um. Oh, here we go. Alright, so of your entire pitching staff on the season, who had the lowest ERA? From 2015. Mm-hmm. The whole pitching staff. Relievers included? That would be part of the pitching staff. Damn. Even closers? <laughs> and they had to have thrown the ball. Um, oh my. Um... Addison Reed. That's incorrect. Familia. Man, I, I I thought of a different name as he said that. And I was like, that's Very not even a player. How I mean, like, you think of like a setup man versus a closer. As he got his question wrong, also. Yeah, I mean, screw him. <laughs> Mark, who was the only player on that Yankees team to bat above three hundred on the season? Is it obvious? What? Is it obvious? I'm going to give you answers like that. Uh, I was hoping you would. <laughs> um, I mean, I, a for effort. I give yeah, it A for yeah. effort. D minus for results. <laughs> so that's hard. I can give you who your DH was that season if you want. All right. Nick Johnson. Oh, God. I'd go with him. That guy walked so much. <laughs> I'll just say Derek Jeter. Correct. That's why I was like, is it obvious? 
Well, it could have it could it could have been Raul Mondesi. Yeah, he was at the the other end of the list, but it could have been him. Yeah, he was pretty terrible. All right, Kyle. You ready? Yeah. Well, looks like we're uh. What was the answer to Kendall's question? Familia. Was that who you were going to say? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. It was a closer. Yeah, All right, Kyle. How many members of your 2009 Phillies team are in the MLB Hall of Fame? Zero. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Pedro Martinez. Got about him. Kendall. Yes. Pedro was a Philly. <laughs> yeah. The last year. I didn't even know that. What was your question? Who led the team in batting average for the year? Chuck Knobloch? No. <laughs> it was not Chuck Knobloch. He was not bad. He was not good. He was not good in the field. Yeah, he was a pretty rough fielder. <laughs> All right. Kendall, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Give me your five defensive infielders, like, uh, starters on the season. I don't know how to word it. Like, you know, it's like, this is who pro baseball reference has as, like, filled in as those positions. So that's like. Like opening day roster? Or just. I don't know how it would, like, how it would word the question. So when I'm on pro football reference, it has these guys listed. Like, this is listed as your, your, your so, like, catcher one. First base one, second base one. I'm not going to say it's opening day roster because I don't know if that's the case. They probably played the most amount of games at that position, would be my guess. Looking at, yeah, looking at what I'm looking at here, they played more games at those positions than anybody else, I guess, would be. So, I I mean. Okay, I'm just going to go for it. All right. So, Um, catcher first, second, third, short. In any order you want. Okay, so I'm going to go Lucas Duda. Um. David Wright. Um, I'm going to go with um, Neil Walker. Um, man, why can't I think of who played? Uh, who'd have played short? I'm gonna I'm gonna knock you down now because I don't think Neil Walker was even on this team. He was a pirate in 2015. I would have given you if you got all the rest right. I would have given you David Wright just because like he probably was the starter with the injuries. Your third baseman was Eric Campbell. He was bad, but um, it was catcher he, was Kevin Ploeski. Ploeski. Campbell played the majority of the games at third. He played seventy one games at third. Wow. If you're getting Ruben Tejada, nope. No. Wilmer Flores. Wilmer Flores is Daniel Murphy. Of. Lucas I, Duda I had Daniel Murphy and Kevin Ploeski. Yeah, who just beat out? Who was your backup catcher? It was big time rival now. Oh, Paul Laduca. I don't remember Travis Darnall. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's done for the year. All right, Mark. Yes. How do you spell the last? <laughs> J-E-T. <laughs> I almost said G. <laughs> I didn't stop it. Get her. 
David Getter. <laughs> the mass also joins us, by the way. He's here? He's here. He sucks. Can't hear him. That's true. I do I do not I do not hear him. It's because he sucks. Paul, can I ask myself a question? No. <laughs> can I ask myself a question? Hey, no one else tried. That's true. Two innovative things he's done in this game. He's a real real innovator. I'm, tr- I'm fishing for points myself. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> he's Back of the line. <laughs> you were fishing for the word. I don't remember what this, the word was. This was going to be mass, a real mass, hard mass. Cool. Like, real hard. Kyle, yeah. might, Kyle probably knows Don't it, ask but... me base coaches, please. Oh, no, no, no. Razor shines. A member of your, based off the same thing I did with Kendall, starting, like, mm-hmm. lineup, whatever, later went on to become a manager for one of our teams. One of the other four of our teams. Who was it? Massey's calling from a Staples right now. So So it's just it's just. Paul, what was the question? It's like a position, like an infielder, or just any, like like one of the nine. Okay. Or one of the eight. Not 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 a pitcher. Defensive position. Like it's listed as here. Like it's highlighted as if it was. A starter. Can I have the entire question again? So, I, I have two names in mind. I don't know if one guy was on the team then. Actually, I don't know if either guy was on the team then. Ben, no. Matt, 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 I, I, can can I just want to make sure you can if you can. I can hear you. I can hear him. Yeah, we, can, we can you not hear Massey? No, I, don't, I just realized I'm not hearing anybody. I just hear you guys because you're in the room. <laughs> got to adjust them. All right, so what no. member of what, what like starting like position player – for the 2003 New York Yankees, later went on to be a manager for one of the other four people's teams in the room. Oh, uh, well, I thought, I thought I had it. You said the 2003 Yankees. Well, he wasn't here when we started the game. <laughs> no, I know, but what, what other... <laughs> Don't, Don't laugh at me. me. Man, I got two names. You're saying a starting player... Well, you can ask the room. Do you, does, do you want to give him two stabs at it? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I got no problem with it. I, I'm in, I'm not going to come back from this. I'm far too down. <laughs> are, so, are you saying no? <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't care. Is, is it Joe Girardi? No. Is it Willie Randolph? No. All right. Girardi was there in 90, until 99. I remember that, but... Kyle? You know the answer? Huh. Give me a hint. He played third. I played third. David Justice. <laughs> so it wasn't Scott Brocious. Nope. No, he wasn't on the team then. He, he played, played third, third base. base. Scott Brocious, yeah. Who is Robin Ventura? Ah. You should have known it'd be a manager. White Sox question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just worked out. I just saw the name. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. I organized it by home runs. And then I realized it was too easy if I asked you who hit the most home runs that season. Man, that guy lost back to back. It would not have been World too Series. <laughs> no, he didn't. Did he not? No, 2001, 2003. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That I would think. Yeah, I didn't know when he signed. He hit 41. Derek Jeter only hit 10. I forgot he was there. <laughs> I, I had Scott Brocious in my head. 
All right, Souls. Yes. All right. Let's do a pitching question. Yes. Okay. So, so before, before you, you ask, ask the pitching, pitching question, question, can I ask what, what the, the actual, actual, like... Yeah, we're doing a point, GSWD point. You weren't here. Sorry. It's okay. It's, it's my, my fault, fault for not being, being here. Be, no, it's Bruce's fault for being born. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I, I told him that, that already. Basically, I just took a Super Bowl winning team, like, of theirs, and a World Series losing team, and I'm just asking them, like, some easy, some real hard, like, statistical questions from those seasons. Okay. We actually, we were hoping that you were going to ask Bruce a question about Babe Ruth, um, just to follow up that he, he was or was not an Oriole. I actually did follow up with him on that, he said he was. No, he didn't. He did, though. Does he know that he's wrong? I don't know. You all should ask him on Saturday. This is true. That was a big miss by us. Yeah. You, you guys, guys have, have the wedding, wedding still. still. Don't forget that. Oh, that's what he's during the wedding. Put him on the spot. Bruce. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> stop everything. Yeah, well, he's given the father of the bride speech. Kyle. Yes. Who had the lowest fielding independent pitching stat? On the 2009 season, I'm just fucking with you. I just found a, <laughs> a three-letter acronym, and I was just like, I don't know what this means. I had to look it up on Google. Whoever the answer is, it's wrong. It's Vince Velasquez. <laughs> yeah, it's Cliff Lee picking that up. Oh yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> as long as we've been doing this show, that's still one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> Do something that's obviously making noise. <laughs> Can you hear this? Okay. <laughs> who led? The, who led the team in losses that season? With 11. Kyle Kendrick. Incorrect. Cole Hanley's. Yeah. You know what? Ah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he, went 10, he went 10 and 11 that year. He was bad that year. Overrated. <laughs> Kyle Kendrick was way worse. Yeah, but he wasn't an elite pitcher. Hamels was thought to be. He was for Overrated. a long time. Kendall? Yes. Sometime. All right. How many cigarettes did you smoke <laughs> after the loss of the World's... <coughs> I think it was seven. I think it was all of them. <laughs> Whatever sheets would give you. Those are, oddly enough, Jeff bought those that I basically commandeered. <laughs> Jeff thought, you know, smoking cigarettes is better than did. All right. I don't know if he thought that. Kendall, here we go. I'll give you a two-pointer. Oh, boy. Name your five, name the five pitchers in your starting rotation. Okay. And then for the second point, take your shirt off. If you get this one, you have to get the first one right. Tell me their handedness. Man. Ugh. Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard, Jacob DeGrom. Oh my God, who's the back part of that five? Dun, 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 um, Do you guys ever hear of a Chinese water deer? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, what? Does I it guess taste anything like a, like a water chestnut? It's a species of deer that evolved fangs instead of antlers. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those. Those are pretty Now that you say, say that, that, that actually sounds, sounds familiar. familiar. Something I've seen on Reddit. I don't want one of those giving you a blowy. Ugh. No, I mean, no. I guess it wouldn't be any different than a regular deer. Yeah, it would. Deer's teeth are flat. Yeah, but it only has two fangs. You'd be even between them. Um, I'd rather it be smushed than pierced. But what I mean is, is, is it'd be like an upright. Like you'd you'd be on 
you wouldn't be on the the point. Yeah, but not. But the, Either way, way you're like, like, ripped off. Thing so. they lick down the whole shaft, and then you, you know, and then you what happens? Some, if, like, like if they sneeze and one of the fangs gets caught in the hole. If you put like a sugar cube, I think you'll be all right. Those are horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing. What? Salt, salt like is what you're looking salt, for. Like, salt, right, like that's where I was headed. But salt, sugar, they're the same looking type. Can thing. I give Kendall a hint? No. I, I forgot, forgot that Kendall even had a question. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not yeah. remembering. Yeah, we're going to give them all I mean, night. One of these, to me, is super obvious. The other one, I've never heard of. Yeah, my, my memory is just failing me. Fat. Cut the shit. Bartolo. <laughs> I don't know if that was the hint Kyle was giving you. It was to get Bartolo. You're giving the other hint? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, he was really bad. But won the World Series with the team that you're after. So most Mets. I don't know who won the World Series you're after. The Giants? Probably. No. No, wait. <laughs> they lost. Kyle may have fucked up. up. So he was on the Royals the year before? Oh, he wait. was on the Royals the year after. It's not the guy I'm thinking of. <laughs> if I'm right. But this is a, I remember him starting in the World Series. I don't remember. He's out of the league. John Neese. John Neese? Not the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. No, no. I, I, I remember seeing the other guy. He went 9-10 and 10 on the season. I thought he was gone by that point. And the only reason I asked the, the hand in this question was because he was the only lefty in your rotation. Yeah, I really thought... The guy I, I was going with was Dylan G. Dylan G, I forgot about him. Dylan, I really th- so Dylan G was. At least he started the year in rotation. Dylan G was. Come on, say the words. Not on the roster. Actually, it looks according to this. What basically what I'm, Dylan G didn't come up until September, and he pitched in eight games out of the bullpen. Okay. I really thought John Eastman would have gone 0-3. by like September twenty thirteen. So Zach Willer came up that year, too. Yeah. Remember, I think it was that day you also lost a fantasy game. Yeah. And the Steelers lost, right? That's right. That, that, that's, a, that's an infamous day in the group. <laughs> I tell you, that was so funny. We just get back to the room just in time. Daniel Murphy boots a ground ball. Yeah. And to watch him lose at home really burns. Was that the year that Bell tore his knee? I don't. Well, actually, yeah, I think it was. I think it was that game. Um, he's lost which, to the. I think it was to the Bengals game. Okay, because it was. What was the game where we saw Palomalu go down? It was either against Ravens. the Bengals or the Giants. No, it wasn't. Uh, oh, it may have been the Ravens. Maybe the Ravens. I think the Giants were too late. I I think it was Bengals. I mean, we have to look. We can look at the date. Um, the Giants game, I think, was the. That was the third year we went. Uh, Levin Bell tore his knee November 8th. Against? Bengals. That's what I'm finding out. I'm trying to confirm it. Mark, no, how we many Hall of Famers were on the 03 Yankees? All of them. Seven. Seven. I don't know that's if that's true. true. Man. 
December 28th, Bell was injured against the Bengals in Week 17 as he hyperextended his knee while being tackled by Reggie Nelson in 2014. Happened again. Then the Bengals hurt him twice. What? So the Bengals must have hurt him twice. Because it wasn't Week 17. Because that was that game. It was like October. It was supposed to be really cold. And then it was like 900 degrees outside. Paul packed right because he packed wrong. But the Tiger guy had the worst. He was sweating. Then got his head put in a urinal. <laughs> and there was one random guy in a brown street. Is it three? It is. Jeter, Rivera, Mosina? Correct. That is correct. All right, Mark, congratulations. You win the GSW points. Yeah! Guys, want to grab some cigarettes out of this? <laughs> I didn't get my last question. You did. That you was his first. You went first. <laughs> did I? <laughs> I got harder questions. I got. A point. <laughs> <laughs> Were they too hard for you, Kendall? Nah, I'm just not a smart guy. Kendall, can you pull up the list generator? I can. Thought you'd already had no, it up. No, uh, yeah, November first. Oh, thanks. Not a mind reader. <laughs> On November first, 2015, Bill suffered a season-ending torn MCL during the second quarter against the Bengals yeah, after taking a tackle from Perfect. Yep, and then in September on uh, Sunday Night Football, Julius Peppers strip sacked. Ben Roethlisberger returned for a touchdown. Another Sunday night football game. Ben threw for seven touchdowns. Yeah, that was against the Ravens. Six. Six. The Bengals game, Brown made one of the best catches I think I've seen, especially at least live. The the the, 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 the touchdown he caught against the Bears was way better. I remember just because we watched. Was it Earl Bennett? Earl, because Earl Bennett made this. So the drive before it, Earl Bennett made a catch that was like thrown out of bounds, but like type of thing like to, to him but just out of bounds mm-hmm. and he caught it tiptoed and then Brown did the same thing but like basket over yeah. the back shoulder catch Chris, hey. both of those catches were used in NFL promo highlight reels like ever since now question is Earl Bennett the one that got caught for a lot of cocaine no because there was a bear that went to the Cowboys that got caught for a lot of cocaine that was um, Henry Melton I don't think so who's the receiver so a receiver yeah Matt you look that up what? Was a tank Cowboys receiver that got caught with a lot of cocaine. Pretty much any of them. Yeah, I mean, Michael, Michael Irvin, Irvin fits that list. No, but like, it, like he was a bear first. I remember that for a fact. Uh, Sam Hurd. Sam Hurd on the Bears? Maybe not, but I remember... <laughs> Sam Hurd was, was a Chicago Bear, bear. 2011. I don't remember. For the whole season? On, on July 29th, he signed a three-year deal as a free agent with the Bears, uh, but caught him on December 16th following his arrest on drug-related charges. I don't even remember him playing. <laughs> well, he got caught a lot of well, cocaine. Uh, he signed and then was... Th- when did he no, say he was signed cut? in July and then was cut in December, so oh. he played. Yep. Heard was arrested in Chicago for allegedly attempting to purchase and distribute large amounts of quantities of cocaine and marijuana. Uh, based based drug charges, charges, blah, blah. blah. Crazy, I knew Lady the Lady had negotiated $25,000 per kilogram of cocaine. And, yeah, whatever. That, that was, was not a whatever you get back. That was no, I, I know what it was. But anyway. <laughs> All right, so, tonight, Mass, I, I mean, I told these guys already. We are drafting I, best pictures of you. <laughs> Because I, I had two ideas for tonight. And uh, can I get first overall to take the boy band picture? They kind of hinged on if you were coming on or not. So now that yeah. you're here, we're doing option A. And 
I, I think we're only going to be able to do three rounds. Well, uh, I don't think so. We'll have to see. Well, Where's so, the thing, though? I think we could do five, and the reason for it is because, like, like just for basketball, like, right out of the gate, like, you know, too. Yeah, that's but true. But there are, like, I mean, that's Will true. Chamberlain's in the discussion. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's true. All right, so, so I, I guess my question is, what's the category? I think we could do five. So, what we're drafting, Mass, is is sports goats. Okay. So, if there's a player that causes debate, I mean, I'll, I'll just to move things along. I'll make the final call if, if he'll be accepted or not. He or okay. she. Um, but we'll go, you know, serpentine draft order, and we're gonna draft the greatest of all times. Okay. Pretty much across the board. Well, any anything and everything. Okay. Okay. Kendall, give us a give us a randomize. All right. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. All right. Off the board. So here's the order. The order is Paul, Massey, Kendall, Kyle, me. Damn, damn. Get that back to back, though. Yeah. Wayne so, Gretzky. So Paul takes Mark Messier first <laughs> overall. <laughs> Mark takes a Uber home. <laughs> so Wayne Gretzky off the board. Uh, the Probably the true. 101. Mash, you're on the clock. Uh, I know. I'm going to do the one pick. Well, you didn't get it. Why, Four. so you could take Gretzky? Yeah. I think Paul would have been really upset if he didn't get the hockey guy. No, because there was other hockey guys I could have taken. It just would have been wrong. Uh, I'm between two, and I know I'm going to get yelled at for one Mike Madonna. Chris Givens. Well, you have the second pick, so just take one. <sighs> Michael Jordan. I like this sigh of, like, they're not going to believe me. <laughs> Everybody here just knows Rondo's the GOAT. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to take a fan favorite in uh, Jerry Rice. Kendall, I, I have a question to ask. Yes. And it, it's it's unrelated to your pick, but is there any way you can track oh. on, like, an Excel sheet? I thought, I'm already tracking. I thought, man, that's the Masters. Oh, all right. Are you going to be able to share the screen at the end? Uh, if you want me to, sure. Okay. All right. Then we can do that. Let me do this first. I might get a lot of flack from mine. So, Massey, can you share now? Can it, uh... Yeah, give me a second. He's got to put his pants back on. I feel You're like not seeing my, my, my camera. camera. Calm, Calm down. down. I feel like one you guys aren't Because, I mean, I feel like if someone's going to pick someone from a sport that hasn't been said yet, you have to at least pick, like, a legit goat <laughs> Like, fucking come limping in here with Jerry Rice. It's the greatest receiver of all time. Yeah, but he's that's not the greatest of all time. I mean, that's that's the girt. Huh. He's the girt. <laughs> We're doing goats. No girts here. I mean, could be good. I mean, this numbers will never be numbers will never be duplicated. I'm gonna take this guy. I'm gonna take him. We're in the era of football where those numbers probably will get duplicated. Uh, There's still a long way out. A lot of the you know guys who are close are not close at all. Yeah, not... you know who else is a long way out? The Steelers from ever winning a Super Bowl. Oh. bastard. Hey, right. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but you guys get attacked by association. I'm up. I'm gonna take this guy. Right, I hate this. I hate the Steelers because of you, just like I hate the Phillies because of Kendall. That's fair. Right. Campos. I'm gonna take this guy, but whatever. I might get a lot of flack. Michael Phelps. Larry you Walker. Take, you fucking That's awesome. asshole. That was a good pick. You're I like such that an lot. asshole. I really hope my guy gets back to me. Like so bad. <laughs> you're such an asshole. Why is that who you're going That's with? That's exactly. What I was like, oh, I got the five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go big sport, small sport. <laughs> Smart. 
Like the more the more I saw four, I was like Michael Phelps. <laughs> Such a dick. I only know it from the subway commercials. I am also so trying. There we go. There's the button. This is where you return the favor and go King Griffey Jr. I mean, he did steroids, so you don't want him. But I'm just, I'm just so. But I, I didn't even think that was gonna be on the radar. Also, you can't pick Ken Griffey Jr. because he's not the. He he also wasn't better than his dad. <laughs> or his son. <laughs> uh Charles Griffey. <laughs> he has two daughters. Charlie Ann Griffey. <laughs> Charlie. You guys see yeah. that? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. One second. Man, it's real hot down here. Yeah. The problem is you guys all end up going. Now that masks here, yeah. I have to wear them. <laughs> All right, so my first pick, oh, man, Usain Bolt. <laughs> this just made me laugh, sorry. It's a good pick, though. Is, is that, that how you spell Usain? Usain? Good enough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's H-A-S-S-A-N. <laughs> Isn't it Hassan Bolt? <laughs> Actually, it's Insane Bolt. As spelled right. right. So. And, uh... With the with the follow up, don't do it. Don't do it. I want to, but I don't know do what I was thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Man. I'd really like to. Uh, yeah. If you knew who I was thinking, yeah, that's trust, fucked up. Trust I didn't do anything to you. Uh, hmm. Give me LeBron James. LeBron. Wow, I thought you were Rick Fox there. <laughs> that Kyle. guy is the greatest basketball player in holes. <laughs> I thought Kyle was going to laugh at that. Another Kyle hates Rick Fox. Oh, another, really? Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> Another black one. Lionel Messi. It's M-A-S-I. the best football player now. But all right. He's considered one of the greatest. Yeah. All right, uh... I'm going to take uh, Tiger Woods. Dick! That wasn't the number one guy, but that was the number two guy. That was the second in the back-to-back. Max, I got one to that's off your pick. everybody's radar. Oh, you oh, wait. Sorry, Brady. I tell you, there, there was like no chance I was going to take him. I, I know you weren't. <laughs> that's why I took him. There was no chance. I, I already had to kind of eat face when he won his last Super Bowl. There's <laughs> no way... I was going to draft. All right. Uh, Serena Williams. And Andre Agassi. And I would like to take the reason why I win this whole thing right now. Ric Flair. <laughs> Good pick. Not on my radar. I'll think about wrestling, but the ones I was thinking of, like Stone Cold. Hurricane. Stand back. Mm. There's a hurricane so- coming through. I mean, Kyle, is there any debate for wrestling greatest of all time? There's just too many. Like, there's a lot of people that are just in contention. Ric Flair is always up there. You can't debate it. He's, he's one of the greatest of all time. Thanks. Mass? I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking of mine. mine. I got you back. Um, I think it's like, it's funny because like, I think like the wrestling thing, like we don't talk about it enough. Like, it's definitely an off-air conversation to have, but the point I'm just making on it is like, it, a lot of people, especially our age, are going to focus on WWE people. Because, like, the Monday Night Wars and then on, you know, some WCW and stuff like that. And Ric Flair's part. But, like, if you're going to talk about professional wrestling as a whole, 
I mean, it goes way further than that. Yeah. I mean, you go back to the 60s, 50s, 40s. Yep. I mean, you, if you watch WWE, you hear names like Bruno San Martino and, and you know, fucking... Uh, um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No, no. Not With him. the cock lick that you met. What? Oh, you're talking about... Um, oh, the, the guy at McDonald's. Fuck that guy. I met him a couple times. You, you could meet him pretty much whenever you want, Kyle. Yeah, I don't like him. Redwood flea market. Right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're looking for a dumpy place to go, he's there. Yeah. All right, man. What are we talking about? Bob uh, your your pick? Um. Um. Jared Goff. Babe Ruth. Fuck you, man. You Long like time Baltimore Oriole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we'll go with Muhammad Ali here. Well, you can put Cassius Clay if you're looking to save some room. <laughs> you know, fuck it. I don't even care. Jenna Fitch. Oh, it's who? Jenny. It's also not her. It's Jenny Finch. <laughs> Jenny Finch, whatever. Jessica Fitch. Yeah. <laughs> Jack White. <laughs> she's considered one of the greatest of all time. She is. And top notch. Yeah. All right. I tell you, I, I thought Serena was going to get back. Uh, she would have if Tiger Woods and Tom Brady didn't get picked. You think Alexa Bliss? Yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about Kendall's goats of Instagram feeds. Yeah. yeah. 100 plus pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know something? That's only fourth to Conrail. It's true. I think Conroe was voted the worst train line of all time. Well, they're all terrible. I think nope. it was an eight-way tie. Nope, nope. You know, your numbers are just, you know. <laughs> um. Hmm. You know what's happening right now? You're focusing too hard on sports that haven't been picked. No, I, I have, like, a couple names, but I'm just trying to make sure I'm not missing somebody. Um... All right. I got a real, I got a real good one for my next. Simone Biles. I was really hoping that she was gonna make it back. You know, I don't like that he wrote MJ. Man, the aggressive key. I thought he was gonna write Michael MJ Jordan. <laughs> Michael V MJ. <laughs> Uh, for my... <laughs> yes, that's perfect. For my, uh, second pick... Kyle, you right over there? God, you, like, suffered through that beard. Give, give me Mickey Mantle. We could also have done way more than five rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa we're, Leslie. We're, we're coming around round four, and it's been four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um... I'm going to take Wilt Chamberlain here. Oh, this sucks, but I like it. Mm. What happened? Oh, this sucks, but I like it. I mean, it, listen, it's all objective. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to be the one deciding who has Kyle's the list. sucks. <laughs> he took my first pick and then made three bad picks. I didn't. You took my pick and then made three bad picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Master took a horse. <laughs> 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 
Screw you guys, that's funny. funny. So can I take a boat? I guess we. I guess I didn't know I had to say it had to be a person. <laughs> so does it have to be a person? I'll yes. take a different one. Yeah, you gotta pick fucking so, Air Bud. Otherwise, I'm going with American Pharaoh. Uh, Air Bud was juicing. Did you guys see Air Bud goes to college? scholarship. <laughs> 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 you signing autographs. Air um, Bud. <laughs> hmm. Air Bud does acid. Are you doing a quick Google search of uh, greatest of all times? Yeah. <laughs> Air Bud gets neutered. <laughs> you take uh, Colonel Sanders? Jack, Jack Nicholas. Nicholas. Jack Nicholson, huh? Matt, who is that? Uh, uh, Long-time golfer. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I had his computer game. PC? A computer game. You could have had a Mac. See, me. feels good, doesn't it? It doesn't. Yeah. Because yours wasn't good. funny. It was. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe you pick in three <laughs> rounds. <laughs> Paul. All right, I'm up. Let's see. Let's see ahead. Come on, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. 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 Give like a hyphenated. I can't think of a good. Alright, let's see, let's see, let's see. You know what, let's just move on. Usually can't. Anyway. <laughs> I have my pick. Great, Great Kyle, Kyle, there's, there's like, like four, four before, before you. <laughs> Is that like a, a George of the Jungle? That's what that's it sounds like. Can you give us your best George of the Jungle, like the, the theme music? George, George of the Jungle, watch out for that tree. Yeah, it was good, but a little too, oh! little, little, little too fast. <laughs> George, 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 George. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Um, oh fuck, what's his name? I forgot his name. <laughs> Phil, Phil Mickelson. All right, so I, I think we're gonna cap it at five. And Phil Jackson. Can we go seven? Barely. Okay, um. I will take. Gandalf. Gandalf. Uh, that is good. Take him. Alright. I will take Roger M. Federer. Is that his middle name? How the fuck would I know? I don't know. I've seen it on TV. Messi does not spell Roger. I was trying to figure out if there was a G or a D. There's usually both. Roger. Dale. That's how you spell his name. That's why I was checking. What, Kyle? Dale Earnhardt Sr. Nah, goats don't die like that. You don't die in your sport to be a goat. Is it E-A-R-N? Ear hair is how you say it. Why, do you disagree, Mark? I don't know enough about racing. Jeff Gordon. Andre Agassi. Wow. Who? Better than fucking Andre Agassi, that bald fuck. <laughs> who? How do you spell <laughs> Agassi? I don't know who that is. At what? Well, it's H E. I hit Sporting Agassi with it. I don't know. Say that again, Paul. H E N N E S S E Y. Perfect. 
Andy Roddick. He was terrible. Agassi. How do you actually spell that? A G A S I. I think that's it. Andre Agassi was out of control. So was Dale Earnhardt. Literally. See? He wrote Junior, though. So. He did write Dale Earnhardt Junior. Home Depot. At least he has Mountain Dew. That was Tony Stewart. He also has Home Depot. Tony Stewart. I tell you, I I think we put together some good. And. I mean. I don't want to. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's it's entirely personal. <laughs> <We're> deleted <laughs> it. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. I mean, all right. Lisa, Lessa, I, I know she's a WNBA player. I, I don't know anything about her. Jenny Fitch, okay, she was good, but in a sport that like hardly exists. It's true. Which is hilarious because we watched it. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Messi is Messi the. Greatest player Pretty, of his era. It's, it's definitely, definitely the best player of his era. That, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, you know, Phelps, Phelps is your your clear runaway. I mean, he he's the greatest swimmer to ever live. And I have no argument about anything NASCAR. Yeah, I, you I picked the I, wrong crew to pick a NASCAR. Can't guy. even weigh in there. Um, look it up. Right. Matthew, can you give us a rundown of Dale Earnhardt Seniors? I'd love to. to. All right, so, talking about Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, his achievements, he is a 1980-1986-1987-1990-1991-1993-1994 Winston Cup Series champion, tied with Richard Petty and Jimmy Johnson for most NASCAR Cup Series championships with seven. There's 1990-1995-1999-2000 IROC champion, 1998 Daytona 500 winner, 1995 Brickyard 400 winner, there's a lot of these. How much more do you want me to go through? Um, he led the league in tires one year. <laughs> I tell you, all the stuff you said, don't know what any of it means. It's, it's all very good stuff. stuff. It means you won. Everything I'm seeing here has him pretty much unanimously at third. Behind. It's a combination of Jimmy Johnson, uh, Richard Petty. Yep. And Tom Petty and uh, <laughs> and uh, Jeff Gordon. Yeah, I still don't like your list. <laughs> you like my list because you're uh, yeah. never mind. No, it, it's like I said. It's not that you chose bad people. It's just I, I don't think you I think chose you the, the best most people. dead people. <laughs> um, that's not true. Actually, has the most dead people. That's true. You know, looking at you Kendall's. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because looking at Kendall's list, um, the the Muhammad Ali is a good pick. Yeah. I, I wasn't even, like, thinking boxing. Um, you know, Federer is good. I think what makes me most mad about the Muhammad Ali pick is that afterwards, nobody went Tyson. Yeah. I thought, thought about it. Um, you know, I, I had Tiger Woods on my list. I, I didn't think he would have went that high. I thought other golfers would have went before him, I guess. Um, it's also a generational thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Massey's list, he has Brady, so he loses. I was, uh, man, and, and when I was like, writing this up, I was really hoping he was going to go on draft. I knew it wasn't going to happen, <laughs> but that just would have been awesome. Do, Do I, I actually lose just because of Brady? No. I, okay. Really, because I mean, 
lot of other reasons. <laughs> it, it's pretty much a four-way tie for first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not showing up tomorrow. Um, you know the. Now, Paul, were you putting Phil Jackson as a player or a coach? Coach. Coach. Definitely not as a player. That's that's what I figured. Yeah. Um, I just felt like so I saw like with the direction everything was going, and I kind of felt like like a coach deserved to be in the mix. And like I mean, like there's the Belichick one, and Phil Jackson won, you know, eleven titles. Managed the two biggest fucking egos so, in basketball, three biggest egos in basketball. So, you know, I, I think you should be. I, I looking back, I didn't anticipate coaches falling in, but that's okay. Um, I mean, I know we get we can have the the Ric Flair debate. You know, Gretzky's whatever. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I get a bonus point for having like I'm the only one. Of the four major sports, there's only one mention of hockey, and I have it. He's the truest goat. Yeah. He, we probably should have stopped drafting after that, but... Um, man, I wanted Phelps. This list was going to be a lot different if I didn't get one. <laughs> no, honestly... Like, I would have been going with, like, the goat of the Toon Squad team. Like, so, so do you think, do you think if you didn't have the one pick that it wouldn't have been Gretzky... If it wasn't Gretzky, whoever it was needed to be off the show permanently. You know what's really funny about that comment? Because I was going to say, I think the only person that would have picked Gretzky was Kyle. I don't think Massey... I would have. Would you have? Yeah. I mean... I, I, had I, him I didn't think you, Massey, or Kendall would have picked him. That was I, my, my one, too. There's no question. He is the, he's the one. I understand that, but other than me, no one else thinks hockey, like, even... Like, when I say sports, the rest of the crew doesn't even think about hockey as a no, sport. But, but it doesn't matter. You say Gretzky, no matter who it is, if they have a basic understanding of sports, they know he is the greatest the of all time. just said is that nobody else even can, like, like, like hockey's not a sport to you guys. Cause, like, like, I'm not shitting on you for, like, you just guys don't watch hockey. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you guys, are, like, if, if we were sitting here, like, most things, if it encompassed all four sports, you're immediately going to start thinking football, baseball. Basketball, depending on who I'm talking to. I did. I know I'm not wrong on that because I've done it a bajillion times in hockey. It's like I have to like force hockey into it. Gretzky still would have been a number one overall. I like that Massey spelled Mickey with an M. uh, You know that I E. That's really. Is it not M I C K? It's not Mickey James. (laughs) (laughs) But it could be. Or Mickey Jagger. (laughs) I did want Phelps. Usain Bolt was kind of a panic pick. But he is very. I mean, I mean, he's pretty fast. Nobody, you know who's uh, you know who went undrafted? Mia Hamm. Her and, and I couldn't remember her name, but the beach volleyball lady. Oh yeah, uh, Kelsey. Something Kelly? like that, Kelly. Kelly. Remember? Yeah. I mean, I, I think she. I mean, she just got knocked out. But she's going for her sixth Olympics. Yeah. Um. But I can't tell you something. After one stag, I got it. No problem. Uh. uh Carrie Walsh Jennings. Carrie. Um, but Kyle's fucking yeah. Brooke, Brooke Decker. Kyle's assistant. <laughs> but anyway, hey, good draft. I win. That's all. I won that one. I got the true goat. I, I thought Serena would get back. I win. 
Simone, did you see Good job. This thing with Simone Biles, she had that whatever competition just happened, and she got, yeah, she, she fucking wrecked. wrecked. Well, she she won fucking everything, but she had like goats embroidered on her leotard. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess she just won her seventh, like tied the U.S. Whatever, record. yeah, whatever the the worlds or whatever it was. Yeah, she's pretty good. So she's alright. I think it was like it was right after the U.S. the last Olympics, so sixteen. Definitely, uh, she she definitely generated a lot of uh, Pornhub searches. Cause she well she took a picture because she's she's good friends. Simone Biles or the other one? Simone Biles. The other one. What's the who's the other one? There's, uh, there was Allie, a, there Allie was the one that, huh? Allie no, not her. The one that does the weird face smirk. She was yeah. happening. So there was um, no need to search things because it was already the the one that does the weird. Wasn't that Allie Raisman? No. No. Give me a second. Yeah. Michaela Maroney. Yep, Michaela Maroney. That's it. Good Instagram follow, by the way. You that other gymnast girl that did the really good floor routine. Yeah. Then she turned into a weirdo. Um, uh, who is the... Uh, uh, Shehi Otani. That's what it is. Uh, the skater? What? Chrissy Yamaguchi? Yeah. Should have picked her. Michelle Kwan? Michelle Kwan. I don't know which one's better. <laughs> well, Young Drew referenced her at a line once, so... No, that was Christian Yamaguchi. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So you guys all, I, I, you watch Parks and Rec, right? Yeah. yeah. You ever see when they, when they go to Councilman Jam's house and he's got the the pictures? It, it's not Michelle Kwan. It's the other. It, it might be, but it, it's he the, edited uh, the picture and he's like, <laughs> Photoshop that myself. He's <laughs> like, it's nothing sexual. <laughs> I just scored a mouse rat T-shirt from oh, Rebecca. I have one of those. Yeah. We should uh, rock those ones. Shut right? up, Kendall. Right, we'll probably be next I'm week. We'll all wear guy. the same shirt. Yeah, I am on your side. That. I think I think we should I do that do, I, by not wearing it. a shirt. I think we should do a shirtless podcast. Hey, I've already done it a couple <laughs> times. But um, we might not even be like live next week. <laughs> just see what kind of commission. We we should try and record some stuff this weekend. Oh yeah, I'll bring my GoPro. Kendall will bring his, but he does not use it. Yeah. Every time we do it, oh, this thing doesn't work. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It sounds like Kimball. I was going to say something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> this thing's a piece of shit. That I'm beautiful? No, I wasn't that. But you thought about it. I always think about it. And then I'm like, wow, I'm dumb. You're um, beautiful. No. <laughs> it's my snaz. <laughs> Snazberries. Fucking high. <laughs> um, I like Kendall's low rendition <laughs> of that song, though. Oh, the Simone Biles thing. Um, yeah, she generated a lot of Pornhub searches. Maybe not for Simone Biles, but she's very good friends with Jimmy Butler, who's an NBA player. Simone yep. Biles is a gymnast. One yep. of those things is usually very short. The other is usually very tall. And they yep. posted a picture together, and she was at full dick-sucking while standing straight up height. I mean, she pretty much just could have went like, Oh, <laughs> sorry. Here, let's go ahead and share this picture for everybody to see. Well, it's just a picture of them standing together. Yeah. Except this one's on going to be animated with a tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's not wrong. Get ready. Uh oh. Oh, God. A dog. <laughs> you ever see that picture of, I think it was Shaq. Piper Perry and. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is I don't yes. Know if it was like a girl he was dating at the time. 
Find that find the Shaq one, man. Just type in like Shaq walking with the lady. Oh, Shaq and who? Wife. Yeah. It's just Shaq, Shaq and his wife. wife. Well, then, then they made the meme of like a, like a, uh, a hamster with a, a banana in its mouth. The banana. Real funny. If we could pull that uh pull that up. Man, Brooklyn spanked Milwaukee. Thirty-nine. Yeah. Well, well that's, that's a lot of uncomfortable stuff. stuff. Backspace. No, no, right there. The picture was right there. I saw it. Why was that a shirt? Second picture. Second picture. Black tank top, purple shirt. The second picture. This one right here? That'd be the second picture. Yeah. I tell you. You know what? Shaq's out of shape there, so he's just resting his midriff on her forehead. You know what's awesome, though? On any of us, those shorts are pants. (laughs) (laughs) There's also, you can look up the Andre Drummond, uh, Jeanette McCurdy picture too that was another hamster eats banana picture meme Jeanette McCurdy you said yeah best thing here was Dayher helped out a lot of people in the world yeah he typed in Sam for Mike Early yes I think the gift you're looking for is right there (laughs) (laughs) oh man did I miss it yeah he's like hunched over in that one she's wearing heels that one's that's for that's, That's pretty, pretty straight up posture. posture. Tweet that. <laughs> you should get in a Twitter beef with Andre Drummond about it. You should be like, you can take those photos. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Twitter. Any closing remarks? Anything to chat about? Nah, Mark, you're not good. You have something. You were talking about it earlier. That's not even the best one. No. There's right. ones without the pink thing. For the ride home. What, This? Go ahead and get rid of that then. You know, transitioning to a pornography show. <laughs> sports with anything you want to talk about? Um, we're not going to go to eleven thirty. We'll rattle through this real quick, Mock. Okay, we're not going to go to eleven thirty. I do want to chat real quick about first round NBA, like like five to ten minutes. Let's just get this, yes, please. So, the first round we had the Jazz one seed beating the eight seed uh, Jazz over the Grizzlies. We had the two seed in the Suns beating the seven seed in the Lakers. Uh, the three seed Nuggets beating the six seed Trailblazers. And then we had the four seed Clippers beating the five seed Mavericks, right? Yeah, so one, two, one through four all advanced. And then in the East, I believe it was the same way, right? There you go. Yeah, all right, perfect. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, Philly beat Washington. The, oh, no, sorry, Atlanta beat the Knicks. It wasn't the same way. Milwaukee scraped Miami and Brooklyn beat Boston. Pretty much, it was pretty much scraping all around in the Eastern Conference. Um, I mean, Washington, they played their, Washington played their heart out in the, the playing games and all that type of stuff. They just don't have the front court to deal with it. They just can't do it. I don't think it would have mattered. I think, they, I think all those teams would have scrubbed them. I think so. Um, I mean, I think they could have beat the Knicks. I don't think so because I think Julius Randle, Julius Randle had to deal with Clint Capella down low and then defenders up top. Whereas, like, if they had played Washington, he could have had his way down low. Julius yeah. Randle just didn't show up for the playoffs. He struggled against Atlanta real hard the whole series. Um, the one thing I will take away from the Knicks in this situation is it's a step in the right direction. They're right there. They're, they're, they're not right there. Well, they're, uh, they're in the playoff mix. They'll no. be in the playoff mix next year. But more importantly, there was a lot of opportunities for them to really give themselves a lot of bad PR with the way Trey Young was being in that series, and they, and, and they didn't do it. They didn't, they didn't fall into the trap. They, they, they held up. 
Derrick Rose and Julius Randle and company, all, they held up. They, they weren't real shit talkers about it, and that was very good. Milwaukee scraped Miami. Um, and, and are now getting scraped, scraped by the, by the fucking Nets. Nets. Yep, and then Brook, Brooklyn had their way with Boston. Um, Decker? Yep. <laughs> Utah had their way with Memphis. The Clippers and Dallas went very entertaining all the way down to seven. Denver and Portland was probably the most interesting six-game series of all time. Um, Damian Lillard played his heart out, and more kudos to him for just being committed to the Blazers after it. Um, they're, they're there. They just they're, they're, there's, there's something, something missing. There's nothing missing. It, it, it's just common sense things. It's it's. You, you think okay, and then common sense, sense is missing. missing. But but like when you say there's something missing, you were talking player. Um, no, 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 I'm talking a killer instinct. I don't know what it is. It's that... not talking killer instinct. No. So Damian I was, but... It's that team. What they're missing is a go-to sure thing number two. No, the, the, now, now, see, there's Kyle, Kyle talking about a player. Shit on him. That's, that's not no, true, though. Kyle's not that. But, the, but they don't need a surefire number two because they have a very good supported cast. They need, they need an upgrade from Nurkic. For sure. That would help a lot. An upgrade from Nurkic would help. But it's just every time they get into the playoffs and they get in these situations. I did hear one thing. Other thing, like Covington in game five, Covington missed two dunks and McCollum set that bounce. Those three things don't happen. The Blazers win it probably by six in the first overtime. Actually, I did hear Stephen A. Smith. I don't know if you heard it. He had, he got a text from somebody saying Carl Anthony Towns to Portland. That'd be cool. Was the text from Skip Bayless? No, no. it was probably from Julio Jones. I honestly don't know. But like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking to that Shannon Sharp guy no more. I think that's like who Portland's going after. That'd be cool. That'd be a good fit. Because Carl Anthony Towns doesn't need to be the ball in the hands guy. Um, And then, uh, it's funny. Phoenix, after the first Lakers win, I was like, here we go. But then after the third game, I was kind of just like, Phoenix well, has. Here's the thing. Everybody thought, you know, in the there, Lakers have a pass. I, I don't think, I think, I honestly think LeBron has kind of hit that window of he can't do it anymore. Like, like, By himself. Yeah. 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 Does and the injury play in at all? No. I'm, no. Dude, I, I think that's overplayed. Yeah. LeBron's only 85% healthy. Okay. Chris Paul had a fucking shoulder injury. Yeah. I, the injury thing, I don't. Um, Boston's a dumpster fire right now. They got to figure some stuff out. Milwaukee's scraping Brooklyn in round two. Uh, Utah. All the way around. Huh? All the way around. Brooklyn's scraping Milwaukee. This guy shows up for seven seconds. I just. Uh, Phoenix, is, I believe, is currently leading Denver. Uh, Phoenix is behind 42 38. Shows up and just becomes Siri computer. I, I kind of want Phoenix to win it all. Uh, 42-39. Of, of the series that are left, I I, really, I think they're all going to be interesting with the exception of Brooklyn-Milwaukee. And I would have said that before. I mean, hindsight is everything, of course. But, like, it, it's just, there's just too much power. Even with James Harden out, they scrape the fuck out of him. I kind of, like, I, I obviously <sighs> we all want the Jazz to win. No. Do you want the Clippers to win? No. I think it comes down to Utah, Denver, and the next round. So I don't care who wins it as long as they lose the next round. 
I think it comes down to. I would like to see Brooklyn win it. Here's the thing. I have one of the most unpopular opinions in all of basketball fandom. I love Kyrie Irving. I love Kevin Durant. And I think that Kyrie Irving in this playoffs is proving a lot of people wrong. If the, if the Sixers didn't have to play the Nets, I think I'd root for the Nets. Well, based off game one, you won't have to worry about that for too much longer. I think we'll beat the Hawks. It'd be interesting. I mean, Atlanta's really hot right now. They've been hot for since they fired their coach. Yeah. Um... I think in most situations, I think it would be no problem. But if Atlanta manages to scrape out game two, I think it's over for you guys. I don't think you guys can beat them three out of five in Atlanta. You got to win. You got to win two games in Atlanta. I don't think you guys could do it at that point. At that point is what I'm saying. Um, I, I can't. Milwaukee might scrape out a win, but I don't foresee it really being anything. To be concerning about Phoenix and Denver, I think is going to be the more entertaining series. Yeah, because it's going to be it's going to be you know DeAndre Ayton's going to have a real test and Jokic. And Jokic. Um, Michael Chris Porter Paul. Jr. is going to have a very real test in Devin Booker. Chris Paul will do what he does. Yep. This is that series where I could see Chris Paul could jump go off for like twenty seven a game. He, I, I see it too, but like. I don't know. He's not the same player, but I, I, I'm rooting for the Suns. I, I kind of want the Suns one more than the Sixers, to be honest with you. All right, Mass. I was about to say, is nobody going to call him a bad fan for that? No, because I know how my team is. They're going to lose. All right, All right so, again, I never said I wanted my team to lose. I just said that they were going to. I said they were going to. Kyle just said he wanted them to. I said I know my team. You just said you wanted the Suns to win more than your team. I said I kind of and to be honest with you, Mass, I'm not like the like I love the Sixers. And I love like I don't really care about basketball. So when did that happen? Yeah, you you've kind of been like on this thing for like the past like eight months or so, where like you kind of talk about how like you kind of don't care about every sport except for baseball, but then you like always rank them. And like the last time we did this, you ranked the Sixers. You cared about the Sixers more than the Steelers. I don't know if I did. You did. You did. I care about, well, I care about the Steelers more than the Sixers. And you don't care about the Avalanche at all? I care about them. How many playoff games you watched? Two. No, you haven't. You're right. <laughs> What's the series at right now? 2-1. No, 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 2-2. Full count. It's a full count. No, 2-2. <laughs> full count. All right. Uh, Kendall, how was your, uh, your thing? Uh, so I had the uh, Glitter and Grit from Austin Street Brewery. It was a sour. It was a dragon fruit ghost uh, with blood orange, 5.6%. Um, I actually had very low expectations of this beer, but was very surprised. Um, I, I do like uh, sours very much. I don't drink them often on the show, um, but this kind of worked very well. It was very hot down here, so this was very refreshing. Um, I would give it, for, for a ghost... Uh, 4.1 out of 5. I was very impressed. And then I made the unfortunate decision <laughs> of having a uh, Guinness Foreign Extra Stout, 7.5%. Um, I've had these before, never on the show. Um, I mean, it, it's good. It's you know. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on the fact that he's never had a Guinness on the show. Well, no, th th this is a little different. This particular flavor. It's a little bit different. No. Um, 
Um, I mean, on a day other than today, it's pretty good. But uh, I don't know that you've ever had a porn extra. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I haven't. I thought I did, but I know you've had Guinness. Uh, not with me, anyway. You've had Guinness extra with me, but not porn extra. Perhaps not. Um, and I just don't see you drinking Guinness without me present. Um, well, I'd make him have to buy it. Anyway, it's a good <laughs> beer. Um, for for you stout fans, it's good for your Guinness fans. It's very good. I know there's a lot of Guinness loyalists, but they have uh, other products that are very drinkable. Um, and some that aren't. And some that are very <laughs> Shout out Guinness IPA. And Blonde. <laughs> um, for an extra. Uh, you can't give it a rating. No. You, ch- you, you chase the sour with the stout. You drink it. You drink it like very long time in the refrigerator cold. You you, you can't rate that beer. I mean, I liked it, but you can't rate it. Can you tell me your rating? No. Just say it. Asterisk. Just say it. And just for the tally markers at home, how many beers of the two that you had did you pay for tonight? Zero. 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 Three point eight. Um, how did they do in the Canadian part of hockey? I'm not sure. They just started opening it back up. Yeah. I, I, they gonna I saw that it? the Blue Jays, though, did extend their Buffalo stay until the end of July. Like, are they going to play, like, the Stanley Cup? Like, I don't know. Versus American, or you have... They don't have to worry about it yet. Okay. Side note, just, Phoenix has just taken the lead for the first time in the game. I don't know what their plan is. I haven't really looked into it. I saw that they, they were starting to allow fans for hockey. No, 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 yeah, but but Canada's thing is that they won't let people. You can't come into Canada. Oh, you can't travel, yeah, yeah. right. So, like, that's why, like last year, the whole thing was in Canada. Mm-hmm. So what they'll probably what they'll probably do is they'll probably the Canadian team will probably come to America. Damn yeah, right. <laughs> are you surprised that the Islanders are up three two? Mm, no, no. Okay. Montreal's running the whole thing though. Yeah. I don't know. I made a lot of accusations last time. They were all wrong. So, <laughs> hockey's the only sport where a lucky bounce actually means something. Mock, how was your heady topper? Heady topper is delicious. This was a nice surprise. I mean, I haven't had one in a long time, and and they were in the you know the show fridge. Um, it's nice. They're they're distributed more. You know, down in Connecticut. Um, I give it. I think like the last time I had it on the show, a five out of five. One what? of my favorite beers. Five out of five. Five. Souls? Out of five. Mr. Hiccups. I had. <laughs> relax. Pretty good. From who? Please don't ask that question. All right. I will ask you for the other beer you had, though, because we didn't review that beer. Fuck. No, hiccups are good for radio. I need time now, Kyle. Massey. Shut up. Fuck. Kenna, how much do you love that the, the pouch is going? All right, Kyle had some oh, beer. A, he liked it. Great. He didn't like it, and then he liked it. Um... <laughs> I had the El Segundo, uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. El Segundo! I mean, they haven't really had a lot of good reviews from other people on the show. I actually kind of like it as just like a crushable type of IPA. Um, I almost wish it was like a 12-ounce can instead, just more from like a Stone Cold standpoint. And then I finished off with a couple headways from Counterweight. Um, it's a pretty good flavorful IPA. We got a little bit here. Um, it's not really like 
overly hoppy. Um, and there's not really a lot of bitterness to it, which is like why I see a lot of people love it. But when I, usually when I drink like an IP, especially like something that's like really renowned, I kind of look for that more. Um, I've never been a humongo fan of counterweight. Um, I'll give it a 3.4. Alright. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Their Pilsner's really good, which surprises me that their IPA is not. But it is what it is. Your Pilsner's really good. Yeah, but like, you make a good Pilsner or a good lager, I feel like everything else should be No, no, I, I agree. I, feel like I, I mean, even better, but I, don't I, know. I agree. I The only way I disagree is because I really like the headway. But... I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I know it's just there's, there's the, I feel like the hops are flat and the, there's no bitterness to it. Man, the kid went zero to sixty real fast, huh? Uh, Mock, where can they find us? Listen, find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter and Instagram is GSWD underscore. Make sure you use hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's arguing the goat or. <gasps> Um, like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Anywhere there's an internet radio show, we are more than likely there. Kendall? ton of stuff on the PPRN Radio Network. Uh, as always, you can listen to us Monday nights, 8-ish to whenever, whenever. Um, the Peter Pinner Show, the flagship show, Wednesdays at 730 Uh literally correct uh expected to uh continue again probably in august um mike Rotello has three shows on the network he has the best you should ever heard tuesdays and thursdays at 10 he has the uh hell Ephnia podcast weekdays at three and there's a show with his wife friday night delight those are fridays at five it's the boo show those take place on thursdays at eight and uh cory has two shows cory orama sundays at two and dilemma monday and delay tuesdays at five uh, as always, on Saturday, the PPRN All Access Live Concert Series. Uh, this week will be uh, Culture Club in Queen in uh, support of Pride Month. And uh, this, I believe, coming up is uh, another mixtape Saturday. So stay tuned for the lineup and uh, all the good stuff. A lot of good stuff. A lot of fine places to find us. Drunk Souls. Late Mass. All the, all the key parts right. of what makes... Us, us. And still shut up the massive stag this past weekend. Got pretty fucked up at that. Yeah, good time. A lot um, of fun. Kendall forgot how to talk words. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's a fact. Next time will be even better stories. Or not better, I shouldn't say better. Sorry, Mass. I meant more. But better content. No, even better. Because we're going to uh, we film some shit. Some yeah, we, we gotta do some stuff. We're gonna play that. We're gonna play that this game. You're gonna play it. You need to play it. What disc golf? We're gonna get a oh, volleyball net. T- I thought you were talking about like actual disc golf. No, 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 no. Well, that. But I thought you were talking about the thing from Mazzy Stag. Oh, I don't know what that game. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna get a volleyball net. Uh, from eight-ish to eleven-ish, we'll be there. You'll be there. We'll be there. Until then, though, I'm your host, Mr. Pete Riddler. I'm Mark. Gene Marshall. Nope. Barry. <laughs> the match, Chris Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron.
Yeah.